What up, what up, what up? Real Coach JB here, ready to get it going. Right here on the Coach JB Show, brought to you by betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Gets you 50% off, especially for tomorrow's Thursday night football game. Baker Mayfield is back playing with the Rams. We'll see if he starts. You can bet it all, betonline.ag, where the game starts. Show is also brought to you by Canna Dips. CannaDipCBD.com. Use the promo code COACHJB, all caps, and go get you some cans. They are fire. Uh, lots to discuss today. Chase Sr. will join me. We're going to discuss all things Baker Mayfield, 49ers, Eagles, Jalen Hurts, Jimmy G, what Purdy can and cannot do for the 49ers. Plus, Anthony Davis suddenly got sick. And some more Dion talk. Uh all brought to you by betonline.ag, CanadipCBD.com. Go on over to CoachJBStore.com. Get you some new gear. We got all these fly new polos in. Last Chance Q and Coach JB. So go on over there and check it out. Sean O'Connell, it's his birthday. So shout out to you and your birthday. Uh, I don't know if anyone gives a fuck, but Sean O'Connell, it's his birthday. Hey, go throw us a 50 cent and we'll get it cracking. Hey, I can't wait to get after this show today. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member if you're not one, and I'll see you on the other side. everybody joining me uh good morning to all uh bruce helms even says good morning coach i appreciate you bruce eddie many weather in the house much love to all the uh loyal compadres in the building uh appreciate you we got a lot to discuss today uh we're gonna get after it um has anyone ever wondered why we call facebook friends friends i'm confused i really want to know I really want to know what the fuck you guys call your Facebook friends. Because none of you know the motherfuckers. You just sit there and add a friend, add friend, add friend. Why do you add friend? Let's just be real. Because they look good and you like what she or he look like. And he has a mutual friend. Guess what? The fucking mutual friend, I don't know either. Has anyone thought about this? <laughs> Has anyone thought about that shit? Because I've been just sitting here this morning and I'm like, has anyone thought about Facebook friends? Because none of them are your friends. You know damn well, you know about three motherfuckers on Facebook. And especially now if you're young, nobody even uses Facebook. So if you're older, like my ass, everyone you know is on Facebook, but really they're not because I don't really fuck with Facebook. So I'm looking at Facebook. I'm like, oh, my mutual friends knows this person. Let me add him. Then I go to my mutual friend. I don't even know that motherfucker. <laughs> ah, that's, they scammed us, dog. That's how this motherfucker made all this money. Um, 
I don't know if you realize that or not, but hey, man, it's a great day to have a great day. Uh, oh, hit the like button, subscribe, become a member, pound the like button for me. We can get this thing blown up. Uh, appreciate the numbers this week gone up. We uh, appreciate you. Uh, we've had almost 700 live a few times, 500 something yesterday. I mean, it's growing. That's what she said. I got a lot to discuss today. Uh, start with you with the quote of the day. If you don't sacrifice for what you want, what you want becomes the sacrifice. Let that shit resonate with you because a lot of you guys do not sacrifice. And if you look at the numbers in the transfer portal, you can see right now those motherfuckers ain't sacrificing shit. They want, want, want right now, right now. And they're the most enabled fucking group of cats. So I want to go, I want to break down this transfer portal real quick. All right, we've been throwing around this number, 50,000 people in it. That is exactly what it is. It's 50,000 people. I want to be clear, it's not 50,000 football players. So I think this number's been misconstrued a bit about everything. 50,000 people. There's 10,000 women soccer, softball players in the portal, uh, basketball. Uh, There is, I think, 19,000 FBS, and I believe there's 10,000 FCS. Come on, dog. It's still an unbelievable number. So let's just be honest. But it's not just football. Everyone is in it. Because like the quote said, if you do not sacrifice what you want, what you want becomes a sacrifice. Just being honest. These motherfuckers ain't sacrificing shit. So I don't know. Poll question. What are your thoughts on Baker Mayfield to the Rams? We're going to break that down today. Chase Sr. joins me in a few hours. We're going to break that down. Uh, drop your comments in the chat. Contrary to belief, brought to you by CanadaDipCBD.com. Use the promo code COACHJB. Get you 20% off all the cans and the dips. Um, there's a new flavor. It's called Fire, I think. It's kind of like a, like a fireball. This shit's kind of fire, though. That's why they call it fucking fire. Uh, so go get you some can of dips, CBD, cleanest way to dip out there. Uh, contrary to belief, brought to you by Bet Online as well. Go on over to betonline.ag, use the promo code believe, B L E A V. Don't let insecure thoughts ruin something amazing. Contrary to your belief, you motherfuckers let insecure thoughts ruin some good shit more often than not. How many motherfuckers are a couple? How many of you guys got a girlfriend or a boyfriend and you motherfuckers are together and one of y'all get insecure about some dumb shit? It happens to coaches' wives and coaching husbands all the time. I'm just throwing it out there. The first thing you get, oh, you going on the road again? Oh, you going to recruit again? Yeah. But see, the insecurity of it starts to create a fence. And then there's more divorce in that profession. I'm just telling you. So coaching wives that's sticking through, great ones. And coaching husbands, hopefully, you, hopefully your husbands to your wife that stick it through too and don't get insecure. Because I'll tell you right now, there's more men out there that's insecure than women. Let me be honest. That's why I call men bitches and not females. <laughs> I, I'm just throwing that out there. A um, lot going on, though. Uh, we got we to gotta discuss. Make sure you drop your comments in the uh, section there. Uh Contrary to belief, you make time for what's important. 
I don't know if you realize that or not. People say it all the time. Oh, yeah. I tell people all the time. It's all good. Why haven't you hit me up? Because you didn't hit me back. Well, why why don't you hit me back? Because you didn't hit me up. I mean, it's real fucking simple. I'm not going to chase you. You make time for what's important. And I think motherfuckers want you to, like, chase them around and shit. I don't got time to chase motherfuckers around. I'm sorry. You're either in or you're out. If you treat me like an option, I'll leave you like a choice, contrary to belief. Those are some cold ones this morning. I've been thinking about these a little bit. Treat me like an option, motherfucker. I'll treat you and drop you like a choice. Life's about choices. I don't know if you realize that or not. Just sitting here dropping some knowledge on this fine work boot Wednesday. Strap up your hard hats. Put on your work boots. Chase Sr. will join me in a little bit. Uh, We're going to get after it. Um, See, MPC, you guys got all this misconstrued, dog. You guys have all this shit super, super fucked up. I got to be honest. You you all are... you, you, You guys keep... You guys keep equating coaches leaving for telling the kids to stay. Like, that's not equal. Stop fucking thinking that way. That's why we're fucked up. That's why we're soft. Hard to tell the kids to stay loyal when the coaches are leaving. Let me ask you something, NPC. I want to I want to I want to bring something up for you real quick, all right? Uh I want I want to break something down real quick. John Finn, coach coach John Finn, you're a coach. Uh I want to I want to break some shit down to you real quick. It's not hard to tell kids to be loyal because I want to ask you guys something. Did you tell your mom and dad what the fuck you wanted to eat when you were young? Did you tell them what you will and will not eat? Did you tell them that? Did you tell them where you will go to school and won't go to school? I don't know how old you are. Maybe you did do that because generations era has changed. Um, I'm confused because if a motherfucker fed me and put a roof over my head, I think I was going to do what the fuck they told me to do because obviously they made it that far and I haven't yet. You motherfuckers keep putting these kids on the same goddamn level as the grown up. That is the fucking single greatest situation issue going on right now. And you motherfucking soft ass people out here think that these fucking kids who are babies, immature as fuck, don't know even how to wipe their fucking ass yet. And if you push them in a corner in an alley, they get on their knees and cry to daddy. They start crying. They can't even fend for themselves. Why do you think they enter the fucking portal? And you think it's a fucking equal? They're equal to us? Guess what? Soon, motherfucker, you're going to be paying them more than the coach, too. How do you think that's going to work out? How do you think that's going to work out? Do you do understand there's a thing called coach, doctor, sir, ma'am? There's a reason we call kids son and not sir. I just want to make sure we're clear here. Because I think, apparently, I don't know when, but you motherfuckers put these cats on the same goddamn level as us. And there is a complete hierarchy situation here. Oh, coach, you mad that you can't control the kid now and you make all the money. Uh, Not really. Not really about that at all. It's about fucking teaching these cats a goddamn 
respect, some integrity, some fucking know how to grit and grind, know how to understand that life's going to hit them in the fucking mouth soon. And when they get out in the real world, they're not going to be able to transfer four fucking jobs, homie. They're going to be fucking homeless. But what are you teaching them? That the coach who's deserved 40 years of coaching, who deserved the bag because he's done this and grinded it out and le- and slept on floors and in cars, which a lot of guys I know have, grinding coming up the business, up the ladder. You're going to put these kids who haven't done a fucking thing already on the same level? Miss me with your same level bullshit. The coach should be able to go. Just like you should be able to leave fucking Walmart and take a job at Costco, homie. Let's stop putting these motherfuckers on the same level. That is why this is fucked up. Why don't you motherfuckers understand this? There is no equals in life. Hey, hey, dog, does the fucking checkout clerk at Walmart, is he the same as the fucking CEO and the owner of the fucking Broncos? I'm just confused. Are you fucking the same person? No, I'm sorry, you're not. There is a chain of command, and I'm not here to say this is a dictatorship. But it's definitely not a democracy either. This ain't a democratic style of fucking let's go get, let's all love each other and be cool and I'm going to be your homie. That's not how it works, dog. Kids don't learn nothing from this. You're enabling them. You've created a generation of fucking out of control. It's spiraling out of control. 50,000 humans are in a transfer portal. And you think because the coach leaves that they should be able to leave. I don't agree, dog. That's just is what it is. And you can't sit here and tell me that it is because the generations have occurred. See, no one in my age thinks that it's an equal thing. Everyone your age thinks it's an equal thing. Because you motherfuckers are instant gratification seeking. You think you made it rich on YouTube like fucking... One of these Paul brothers or some shit. Because you see them on YouTube and he's a boxer and he made millions of dollars. You think this motherfucker's done his fucking strike, earned his stripes. No, he hit it fucking rich on social media. And guess what? 99% of this generation is looking at this people like Jake Paul and seeing that these Instagram models are hitting it big, and guess what they do next? They create OnlyFans, and then guess what happens after that? Strip clubs go dormant, and then everyone's going to be in the OnlyFans portal instead of being at the titty bar. Titty bars are are falling all across America, by the way, which I don't really give a fuck. I'm just telling you, why would you go to a titty bar and dance around a bunch of creeps if you could sit at home and make more money doing it in front of your camera? Well, I equate that to the transfer portal. It's a similar fucking act. That is what's happening. You are allowing it. You've created this thing. And now guess what you have? You have a fucking problem. You have JT Daniels, who's entered a fucking transfer portal four times. If anyone in here thinks this is okay, you are fucked. There's no good out of transferring four times. You can't sit here and tell me that this motherfucker has been fucked over four different times by four different coaches. 
No, he's fucking soft. And you motherfuckers are softer than him by allowing it. Sorry, that's just real talk. Sorry, that's just real shit. Like, you guys, I I just don't understand how you guys want to put JT Daniels and all these different kids on the same pedestal as a coach who hasn't left. Let me ask you this. So Nick Saban hasn't left. He's been loyal to the teeth. Why has nine kids left his program? Is it because the other coaches in the country can do it? Shut the fuck up, man. Miss me with the bullshit. If you're loyal, you're loyal. Nick Saban ain't got no fucking place. Dabo Sweeney ain't got no fucking place. So why are guys leaving those programs? Let me, let me, let me, let's break this down, dog. If you got so much fucking knowledge in this thing. So why are they leaving those programs where coaches aren't leaving at all? Nick Saban's been there fucking 15 years or whatever it is. Why hasn't, why are kids leaving that portal now? Oh, is that why? Because fucking the coach at Coastal Carolina took the Liberty job. Is that why people are leaving Alabama? Is that, that makes sense, right? That's your, that's what you say. That is what you are literally saying. Coach, kids can, kids can leave because coaches are leaving all over the place. Really? Individually basis. This is an individual basis issue. This isn't a fucking, this is a individual based issue. That has created a global pandemic because your individual parents have allowed your individual ass to be an individual (laughs) and be soft as runny baby shit. And it has created a global pandemic. And now because to your point, you think kids should leave because coaches leave. Well, no one's left Alabama. Saban's been the same guy every fucking year. So why kids leaving, dog? I want to know your answer on that. Oh, because everyone else is doing it, coach. Has not That doesn't answer my fucking question. I'm asking you why cats are leaving Alabama. The greatest college football coach of all time, possibly. A guy that gets more guys to the NFL. First rounders at that. So why are you leaving there if you're so fucking worried about this guy leaving? He ain't going nowhere. He ain't going no fucking where. Man, I'm just telling you, dog. Kiffin stayed. He lost about 12 kids, I hear. Uh, you know, now now you want to go to the Jimbo Fisher thing. 15 kids have entered Jimbo Fisher. Well, okay, coach, look at Jimbo Fisher. He's a shit show. They're shitty. Da-da-da-da-da. Man, that's the issue. We can all say he's shitty because he has this payroll. See, that's what happens. You guys put him on this pedestal because you all think that he got $30 million booster club paying these recruits. And now you expected him to win the natty. It don't work that way, dog. These are still fucking human beings having to do human shit. And guess who's running the operation? Human babies. Babies are adding the operation because you've given them the car keys already. And they don't even know how to fucking drive. So guess what they're doing? They're driving into fucking walls. They're driving into other cars. They're backing up into fucking handicap signs. They don't know how to fucking drive. But you think it's okay because the grown 40-year-old who's got a full family and fucking three degrees can leave and better his situation as he should be able to. Do these kids have degrees? Have these kids paid bills? Have these kids even fucking 
cut their fucking teeth on anything yet? I just don't fathom your rationale, dog. I don't understand how you put them on the same fucking level. I, I really just don't. I don't understand why your thinking is so fucking like NPC. I don't understand why you why you why you think this way. And I know you're not thinking this way in totality, but I know you mentioned it. And there's a lot of people that think actually what you said, and I just don't agree. I don't agree. Um, well, which one is it? Is it the lazy coaches now, or is it? Now you're saying it's just more than the kids. I'm confused on which one it is. Is it more than the kids? Is it the kids? Is it the coaches leaving? I mean, come on, dog. Now you're sounding like you're making excuses for excuses. I got to be honest. Now you're making excuses for excuses. So, see, that's the problem, dog. When the grown folks make excuses for the kids who fucking do wrong, we have a real fucking problem. Uh, let's be honest, dog. See, we don't have any truth tellers anymore. We have grown men making excuses for kids who fuck up just so we can kiss their asses and be their homies so they don't transfer on us. Guess what, dog? They're still transferring on you. Now you got calves on your kneecaps from sucking dick and kissing asses. Now you've lost your fucking integrity as a man, and now they still left you. You still have no kids. Uh, Alan said, Coach, I got a DM from a kid from DM and said he would go with the kid in the portal before he gets a kid in JUCO because he knows the kid in the portal will have better grades. I blocked the coach. <laughs> Alan, love you, dog. I'm going to tell you real quick, Alan. I got a phone call yesterday. I'm being honest with you. I got a phone call from a college, and they asked me if I would entertain their head coaching job. Uh, I have not yet called them back. There's a lot of things why. Like, I don't, I don't yearn for it right now. I don't know the deal because of shit like this, Alan. But it, I believe it's going to take a cat like me, Alan, to get back in the seat, in the saddle, to tell the coach, fuck you then. Eat a dick up. I promise you, you will need me before I need you. And I will go do what everyone else said you could not do and I would go get the best players at a JUCO. I will be the guy to do it. But see, I don't know if anyone's going to, I don't know if I want to do that. And I don't know if anyone's going to actually give me that shot. At least they called me. I appreciate the call. Uh, happened yesterday while I was on the phone, actually, with a very uh, popular person right now. I'm just not going to mention it. Um, but having said that, um, These coaches have become so enabled and lazy. They're sucking these kids' dicks and keeping them in the, they want them in the portal, and the JUCOs are imploding. I'm just telling you, the approach I would take is going to change the game, and they're not ready for that shit. And you're going to get, I'm going to get fucking JUCOs back on track. But somebody has to make that move, and I have to want to do it, and they're going to have to pay me, and I just don't know what the deal is. 
I just don't understand, dog. I'd rather go with a portal kid who left three other schools over a Juco kid who came to my fucking school with T-shirts on his back and wants to grind. Because you have better grades, motherfucker, you don't care about grades anyway. You don't have grades anyway. (laughs) So what the fuck are we talking about? You don't have grades anyway. Like, you're you're acting like you're in the... So this Coach Allen's telling you he's only going to get the portal kid because he has good grades. Get the fuck. I wish I'd known who that is, Allen. Let me know who that is. I'll blast this motherfucker. I can't. This shit is unbelievable. Yeah, there's 50,000 in the portal because of their grades are so fucking great. God damn. It's fucking unbelievable, dog. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now, Alan. Let me be honest with you. I talked to a very, very influential person yesterday, a major head coach in this business. He said, I don't know if I can do it anymore. I can't actually, I cannot actually wait to get out of it. I'm just telling you. That's true shit, Alan. That is where we are headed. I'm telling you. Cats do not want to do it no more. They're doing it for the money. I'll, I'll give you another quote. Hey, coach, if Walmart paid what these motherfuckers pay me, I'd be at Walmart. So let that sink in, dog. Let that sink in because these motherfuckers are getting cooked, burnt out, exhausted. It's becoming a shit show arms race. I'm going to be honest with you, dog. I had a conversation yesterday where a recruit was called by a head coach and, uh, and I know exactly what was happening and who would it was and everything. I'm not going to ever say anything about who it was. But they asked the kid, what will it take to get you here? You know what this motherfucker said? I want $100,000 and 15 a month. My buddy thought it was 1500 a month. No, it was 15000 a month. And the head coach said, all right, we could get it done. That's a real conversation, dog. I'm just keeping it 100 with y'all. That is a real conversation that I had yesterday. And that is how far gone we are. I could not imagine coming on the phone to a coach and telling him, the only way you will get me is if you give me 100K and 15K a month. The audacity in these kids has create has become so bad that the youth football these 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 street agents have enabled these kids beyond recognition. I don't know these kids no more. I don't know who they are, dog. You guys, if you ever want to salvage football, you need junior college to be thriving again. If you do not get JUCO back to what it was, you guys at the four-year level, are going to run out of portal kids eventually and beg for JUCO in high school once again. Watch and mark my fucking words. And I can't believe the fucking audacity in these kids to ask for money and these coaches to enable it. And why we continue to create a huge fucking catastrophic Format, which is the portal in NIL, 
and why we continue to even enable it by taking more kids out of the portal and excluding high school and junior college blows my mind. Blows my fucking mind. So, hey, Alan, I'm telling you, though, this is the problem. There is enough good high school kids in America. As you know, Alan, how many did I used to find that no one else found? There's 350 million people in America. There are kids out there. If you're not lazy and some turn over some fucking rocks and go get them, there are kids out there. Now, having said that, dog, go find them and get them to your JUCO. And guess what will happen? Those kids will become Delrick Abrams. Who plays in the NFL? Played in the NFL. He went to Colorado, 6'3 corner, no D1 offers. Guess what? We found him, brought him to Indy. Guess what? Made it to the NFL. Guess what? He wasn't some D1 transfer sitting in the portal. There's a lot of those kids out there. Jermaine Johnson's out there. Koi Dang is out there. Raheem Boyds are out there. They're out there more than ever right now because D1s don't give a fuck. So guess what? You got to sell them. But guess what, Alan? These same kids that I tell you are out there, they sit out a year and, and think that the four-year is going to get them after a year passes because they missed on a portal kid. I'm telling you, the kid needs to be sold on Juco. Right now, he's not being sold well enough. Because you can't tell me, man, I got fucked over, coach. The D1s passed me by. They're taking portal kids, so I'm just going to sit out a year. Why? Why are you sitting out a year? You can get fucking hit by a bus next fucking week. Go to JUCO and play. There's enough of those kids if somebody can convince them and be honest and genuine and say, fuck the world that we're living in. Let's change the shit. But it's going to take a motherfucker to do it. I know a guy. Three D1 running backs, Travis Roby. Who told you that lie? <laughs> Alan, you better tell this motherfucker our six and seven strings in the NFL right now, big dog. Sorry. <laughs> Shamari Jones, dog, was a fucking six stringer who fucking led the fucking conference at Coastal Carolina. He wasn't sniffing the fucking ground until way later. Three D1 backs. That's what you saw on Netflix, my dog. <laughs> Alan, tell him about the eight other D1 backs that I had to fucking let go and help them out because we just had too many. We had about 16 motherfucking D1 backs. I'm just going to be honest with you. Alan, we may have more than that. I'm not even, gonna, I'm not even lying to you. I, we may have more than 15 D1 backs. Uh, what do I know? I don't believe everything you see on fucking TV. Just because those kids weren't on film didn't mean they're in my fucking dorm room. (laughs) 
probably the most loaded junior college in the history of football. I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm not even boasting, but my 08 Compton team and that team was probably the two most loaded, talented teams in junior college history. And that's coming from the mouth of Pete Carroll. So I'm just going to leave it at that. I won't say nothing else. I'll drop the mic and we'll move on. Aaron Judge gets $360 million contract to stay with the Yankees. Hey, dog, I look at it like this. Big bank takes little bank. And we can talk about the portal all day long. I just want to get through some other things. Uh, Big bank takes little bank, dog. You know, I'm sure if the Giants had the money, they would have offered it. But Aaron Judge stays with the Yankees. Not that I give a fuck. I don't really care. Uh, I thought he would be a Dodger. I heard rumors late that he turned down the Giants because he was going to be a Dodger. That's why the Dodgers gave up Bellinger. I was hearing this from an actual real, real good uh, source um, that knows Dave Roberts really, really well. And that was going to, and I was like, fuck, that's some inside shit I might be saying. I didn't, lucky I didn't tweet that because I would have had to hear all the Twitter. That aged well. Shut the fuck up. But you didn't have the info, motherfucker. So Aaron Judge was really close to being a Dodger from what I hear. Uh, And now I think the Dodgers fucked themselves getting rid of Cody Bellinger because they were making way for Aaron Judge. So apparently they didn't, they couldn't match that Yankee contract or didn't want to. I don't know. Um, Hey, Joe, good luck to you, dog. You'll be all right. Much love to you. Uh, The Titans fired GM John Robinson. Man, that's a tough fire during the middle of the season. I'm confused as to why that is. And I'll tell you why it is. Because you lost to a team that you traded your best offensive weapon to, other than Derrick Henry. And that is why he got fired. Sorry. That's just what it is. He got fired for that reason. Of course, Joe, the best players are from California. Didn't you know that shit by now? Uh, the Titans fired John Robinson. Baker Mayfield has been claimed by the Rams. Me, uh, Chase Sr. is going to come on. We're going to discuss that. Uh, Sean Salisbury and myself had a great talk about it last night on Last Chance Q. If you haven't gone over there and watched Last Chance Q's 10th episode last night, we had a ball not only talking about Spirit Airlines, but all things quarterback. And we broke down some good film on Derek Carr. If you want to see that, go check it out. Uh, I called it what it was. Sean hasn't really watched Derek Carr, and he was a Derek Carr guy. He's no longer a Derek Carr guy, and I hate to convince him in the other facet, but you know what? Sorry, you got to tell the truth, and he knows the film don't lie. Derek Carr is fucking god-awful. Apparently, the Cowboys have concerns about OBJ. Apparently, they had him scoped out and says his knee's just not ready, and Jerry Jones is not ready to take that gamble. He said maybe next year from what I'm hearing. Uh, and Ta- Anthony Davis left the game after eight minutes last night due to fucking flu-like symptoms. Now, I've never known a guy to start the game and then eight minutes in have flu-like symptoms. I mean, I've heard of Michael Jordan playing through a fucking NBA title game with it. I've heard of Kobe playing with it. I heard of myself playing in a fucking football game with 103 temperatures, sweating like a motherfucker other than the game itself. And guess what? I still won the football game. I broke my finger in that game, too. Uh, What a miserable fucking couple days that was in my life. Uh, We are just soft, man. Soft. Soft pussy. This motherfucker looked like to me that he got hit like this, and then he walked out. So you just the flu kicked in right then? The flu kicked in? God damn, this kid, that is why he is so talented, uber talented guy. He's got to be the MVP of the league right now over the last, what, 15 games? He's absolutely killing this fucking NBA right now. 
But you can't trust the motherfucker. So the Lakers are not to be trusted because he is their best player and he's fucking soft. He's soft. Oh, man. Uh, JT Daniels enters the portal for the fourth time. I just showed that graphic. Uh, That would mean JT has played in 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, and now 23. And he's going to play in 24 if he's granted a medical red shirt from his 2019 ACL. Let that kick in, people. I want that to kick in to you. I want you to know that. If he gets a medical waiver because COVID is giving these waivers out, this motherfucker will play in damn near two generations and two fuck. <laughs> this motherfucker is going to play. He may have played with my kid, your kid, and motherfucking Johnny Else's kid. Like, that shit is unbelievable. Come on, dog. Get real. Get fucking real. He's going to play in different decades. You're lucky that this motherfucker didn't play in 99 and 2000. We motherfucker, God damn, he would have been in two centuries. Dog, I'm over it. This motherfucker, we are so fucked up. I'm just going to be honest. But go ahead. Let's keep him equal to the grown man. Let's keep him equal. Let's keep the motherfuckers equal. It fucking blows my mind. It does, dog. It fucking blows my mind. I just, I just can't understand that how you guys think that we're equals. Uh, I'm so confused, dog. So confused. Uh, yeah, exactly. The motherfucker goes to SC. Like, what's going on at SC? Every quarterback leaves SC. I, I'm just fucking confused on this. And I wouldn't be surprised if Caleb Williams don't play next year. That's going to be the crazy part about it. University of Virginia gives three honorary degrees for the shooting victims. Um, I just can't stand the after shit, man. I, it's so easy to give something after the fact that we have a, 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 a catastrophic happening, uh, like three kids get killed um, by a former fucking player of all people. Um, how LeBron makes an after tweet about it. Rip, rest in peace. It, it's so easy to do after shit. It's so easy to say, I, I regret. It's so easy to say, I'm sorry. Like, why don't you understand this? I don't get it, dog. This is how fake we are? Is this the truth? It's so fucking easy to say I'm sorry because you're a shitbird. And it's so easy for a fucking you to forgive them. I don't forgive, dog. Apologies don't mean shit to me. It is so easy to say I'm sorry. It's so fucking easy to say something after the fact. Rest in peace. Oh, I regret. I regret doing this. No, you don't. You made the fucking choice, homie. Stop missing me with this. And then they want you to feel sorry for them. They give you the puppy dog eyes, and then everyone in America, oh, man, that's a great fucking thing. It takes a man. Don't you love this one? It takes a real man. Liver King. I don't know who this motherfucker is. 
but it blew my mind. So this liver king guy, everyone thought this motherfucker was eating livers and cow balls and just got fucking shredded. <laughs> Homie, I almost spit my fucking coffee up just now, dog. 90% of you in this room thought the liver king was a motherfucking genetic freak because he eats the balls off of animals. <laughs> oh. oh, dog. It's fucking unbelievable, man. Like the things you motherfuckers believe, the people that you actually believe in, the hiring of coaches across America that you actually hire, the people that we fucking think belong on the same level as the grown folk, dog, let all this compute. Let all this add up. UNLV hires Barry Odom, the most Midwest fucking white Midwest coach you can get to come into Vegas. And was hired by a black AD. Man, I'll tell the story later, but I actually said, I actually reached out to this AD because I know who he was because he was at Arizona with a good friend of mine at the time was head coach who I sent a lot of players to, Mike Stoops. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to reach out to this guy because I think you need help. Motherfucker hired Barry Odom at UNLV. Uh Dog, I just don't fucking understand the, the, the shit that we do every day. The shit that we do in this business. Like, it's un unbelievable. The after effect of shit is so easy. And we want to apologize. We want to accept people's apologies. Fuck. Why don't you stop accepting their apologies? It takes a real man to come out and say, that I was on steroids and that I just let my fan base down who made me millions of dollars and allowed me to buy this mansion because y'all believed I ate cow balls. Like, let me ask you guys something. You do realize you're making these idiots millions of dollars, right? You understand this, right? I'm just being clear. Like the dude that's on these, these, these TikToks, hey boy, Hey, boy, give me that right there, boy. Like, you do understand how ignorant you are, right? As another brother, to talk to another brother and say, boy, which fucking has been used to degrade your whole race for your whole entire life. And you're making millions off of other black folks who like your videos because you're on there saying, hey, boy, give me that. And you probably know who I'm talking about. The guys that throws the pillows at the people, the guys that slap the girl's ass, it's a really a girl, and then she runs. And Have you seen these videos? You guys are fattening their pockets because you won't beat the fuck out of them when it happens to you. It's happening, dog. I'm telling you, let the Nelk boys or any of these fucks who made all this fucking money off of idiots like you like me, who like it and retweet it and repost it and do all this shit. Dog, it is the biggest slap in the face, but you won't help Dion 
putting money in the swag. But you'll buy a WAP CD. You'll buy the wet-ass pussy fucking soundtrack. You'll buy Jordans, though, homie. You'll buy Jordans. But you won't tell this motherfucker who's calling y'all boy, hey, boy, to making money off a video. Oh, it's a prank. It's a prank. Motherfucker, this is a prank, too. When I beat the dog shit out of you live on your camera and let that shit get you likes. But we don't want to do it, dog. You won't beat these motherfuckers' asses. Guess what happens? Oh, it's a prank. Oh, man. Why you do me like that, dog? Guess what? You just made this motherfucker a million dollars. <laughs> you just made a million dollars. Go ahead and try that shit on me, homie. I promise you, please try it on me. Whoever it is I'm talking to, try it on me. I can't wait. I'm telling you guys, dog. The video that goes viral is not going to be the prank. It's going to be me molly whopping their motherfucking ass all up and down Walmart. I'm just telling you. And the motherfucker that's filming me. He's going to get it too. And better be lucky I'm alone. I'm just telling you. Hey, dog, nobody wants to talk about that shit, though. Uh, CoachJBStore.com, dog, Kaiser. Go on over there and get you some merch. I got all kind of shit up there. Um, UNLV hires Barry Odom, Allen. Unfucking believable uh, Texas A&M running back Devon Achani, or whatever his name is, enters the draft. Uh, he's the third highest rated back in the draft, according to Todd McShay. Former Georgia coach uh, Mark Richt has been diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. Uh, he was also at Florida International, I believe, last. Uh, he got Parkinson's. Tough one, tough one. TCU and George Washington women's basketball team got into a brawl. Uh, I don't know if you saw that. Come on, ladies. You guys are the peacemakers of the civilization. You're the peacemaker of the human race. We don't need you guys out there scrapping. Um, Illinois knocks off number two Texas in overtime. Uh, so college basketball looks like a free-for-all. Nobody knows who's good at all. Uh, North Carolina started off. They're supposed to be the favorite. They've been waxed. Uh, Louisville's 0-8. College basketball looks like college football. What have I been saying? Guess what? It's watered fucking down. Is it not watered down? Because I don't know if you realize, college basketball portal is unbelievable too. See, that's what you don't know. Just because the football is the number one sport, don't think the college basketball is not a portal fucking waiting there. The portal in basketball is crazy too. So is all women athletics in the, in the NCAA. I don't think you guys realize this shit. Like, you guys do not understand this shit. Like, it is a epidemic. It's not just one place, one kid, one human. It's a bunch of motherfuckers in a generation of soft, enabled, expect instant gratification. I need this now. I want it now. I have to have it now. I haven't earned it, but I need it now. Oh, guess what, baby? You do. Here you go. Here are the keys to the Lamborghini. I know you don't know how to drive. I know you might kill a motherfucker. I know you might run over someone, but here you go. You'll figure it out, babe. No, they won't. 
They won't figure it out. You know how they figure it out? When you say, fuck no, you're not getting shit from me, motherfucker. This is why. Because you're going to learn how to fucking do it. That is how they learn. They don't fucking learn by getting the keys to a fucking 200-mile-an-hour vehicle. In essence, that's what you're giving them when you allow them to transfer, when you give them an NIL bag before they ever step on the fucking field, and you don't even know what the fuck you're getting. But we're paying guys before they even show up? Dog, Kyler Murray getting this money, Deshaun Watson, all these dudes who are shitbirds, I want you to know they fucked a great kid by fucking over Lamar Jackson because I'm sorry to tell you, I pray that he gets paid. But I'm telling you right now, Lamar Jackson's going to get fucked. He's going to be the short end of the stick on this deal. And you pay two shit birds with very low character and not very good. You've paid two shit birds an astronomical amount of money. And guys like Lamar Jackson, who has an MVP, who's on a fucking roster without any help and just has not developed into a passer yet, which I don't think he ever will be, unfortunately, bet on himself and he's going to get fucked. I'd rather see Lamar get the money than a shitbird because we're at the same situation. Either one of them's won a game in a meaningful fucking contest in a meaningful game. Either one of them's won, but one of them motherfuckers has an MVP. One of them has some goddamn decent character. The other ones are shitbirds who have yet to win anything and flounder when it gets tough. At least Lamar stands up and told the motherfucker to eat a dick on Twitter. I respect that. I don't believe he's just an absolute shitbird. If, if so, I'm the biggest shitbird in America because I tell everyone to eat a dick. <laughs> so I'll let that rep resonate for you real quick. It's unbelievable, man. It's really unbelievable. Um. I don't know how college football sustains itself. I don't know how college football, like there is no, there's no glory and gratification in recruiting anymore. There's nothing. There's no going to get the kid no more. Like, I just don't understand. And, and, and I would, Alan, the one reason I don't know if I'll coach again, especially Juco, is because I want to know if I call a kid, and he's like, hey, coach, what y'all got for me? I'm, You know, I'm hanging up on the motherfucker, right? But at the same time, it is very, very sad because if they think JUCOs are paying them too now, because I know that's the rumor out there. Kids are thinking they're getting paid. These kids think they're getting paid going into high school. You've created the fucking biggest fucking, I mean, I'm just telling you. But what do I know, dog? What the fuck do I know? What do we know? I don't know. I don't know shit. All I know is, I've been telling you motherfuckers, shit spiraling out of, out of control, and now you're allowing these motherfuckers in high school to get paid. You're allowing these, dog, they're going to start getting paid in the youth level. I'm just telling you. And you don't think that we've created a monster? Good luck. I just don't know if I want to do it. I don't. Um... 
Jimmy G will not require foot surgery. I'm going to talk to Chase Sr. about that. Uh, he could be back for the playoffs. I don't know. We're going to see how good Purdy is and how good Purdy does. Uh, if the AFC or if the season ended today, the playoff standings, uh, the Bills 9-3, and three, the Chiefs 9-3, and three, the Ravens 8-4, and four, Titans 7-5, and five, Bengals 8-4, and four, Dolphins 8-4, and four, Jets 7-5. and five. Uh, Something's going to happen right there. I don't know. I think the Bengals are playing better than the Ravens right now. They're both eight and four. Ravens are uh, hold the tiebreaker. They're in the lead right now. Um, I thought the Bengals beat the Ravens. Did they not? Or did they lose? Ravens beat the Bengals? Maybe they did. They had to have, right? Or they wouldn't be in front. Um, Dolphins are eight and four. Um, so those are the seven playoff teams if it were to end right now, leaving the Chargers out, the Patriots out, leaving a couple good teams out. So just throwing that out there. Um, yeah, well, LeBron got was a high school phenom that went to the NBA right out of high school. Okay, so there is that's not happening in the NFL. Don't compare LeBron and Kobe and Kevin Garnett and all these guys to what's happening right now sorry those are those are generational talents who were was in an era where it was brand new don't think that this is what we're seeing right now this is not every single kid is not fucking lebron right now i'm sorry so i i don't know where you're trying to go with that there's generational talents kobe got paid too so did kevin garnett and guess what Fucking Dawkins got paid when he came out of high school. He was the first one to do it back in the day, just so we're clear. He also got paid because he was the first high school player ever to go to the NBA. So what do I know? Um, NFC standings, Vikings 49ers are in the, in the third spot. We got the Eagles at one, Vikings at two, 49ers at three. Bucks are at the fourth position at six and six ahead of the Cowboys who are nine and three. And see, that's why the NFL needs to realign the fucking league or the, the rankings. Cause it's, it's dumb. Uh, the giants are in at seven, four and one. And then the Seahawks would be the seventh seed right now. As we sit as we sit today on the bubble in the NFC, you got the commanders who are seven, five and one. And then you got the lions, Falcons, Packers, all still in the mix at five and seven and five and eight, respectively. On the bubble side, on the AFC, you got the Patriots, Chargers, Raiders now who have came back kind of strong. If the Raiders can keep winning, it's going to be interesting to see that one. Coach JB, would you give Derek Carr some credit if he got to the playoffs? No, because Derek Carr's the reason they've been shitty so far. <laughs> so I'll give Josh Jacobs. And McDaniel's credit for creating the offense to keep Derek Carr from fucking it up. But if Derek Carr then got in the playoffs and won some games, I'll start looking at giving him credit. But, dog, just because you have one year doesn't mean you're the fucking greatest. Like, I'm just confused here. Why, we're, why we think this? So, I don't know. Um... Yeah, the Giants do need to get out of this slump. Um, but 
you know, they're one and one, they're one, zero and one in their last two games. Uh, there's going to be some teams in here. I just don't see uh, the Texans and the Bears have already been eliminated. And it's, it's crazy how many teams have not been eliminated. So, so, you know, the Rams are still mathematically alive at three and nine, but the Bears at three and 10 are done. The Panthers are still are in it. The Cardinals are still in it. The Saints are still in it. On the AFC side, the Broncos have yet to be eliminated at three and nine. Let that sit sit in. And you don't think we're watered down? You don't think this fucking watered down football that I talk about has spiraled into the NFL? If you don't really sit back and listen to what the fuck I've been telling you, how bad quarterback play is in totality, how bad football has become in totality from every level. And if you don't think it spiraled up into the NFL, you are madly, sadly mistaken. The Broncos at three and nine are not mathematically eliminated. Just throwing that out there, dog. Just throwing that out there. So, just saying. No, dog. Aaron Rodgers ain't going anywhere in the East Coast. I'm just telling you right now. If he goes anywhere, it's going to be to the West or he's done. I mean, he ain't going no fucking Titans, Steelers. He's going out West, Raiders, Niners. That's it. I mean, let's just be honest. He ain't going to play in the East Coast no more. He's done. So, you know, it is what it is. Uh Jeremiah, that, I don't know. That's a good question. I I don't know if that's the truth or not. I, I but we have a down, we have a a, a a participation problem across America, in athletics, in referees, in coaches. High school football is down tenfold. Okay, there's 6,500 high schools that play across America. 11 man football. All right, if you just do the math on that. You know, what is that, 500,000 kids playing or something like that? Um, if you put a, if you put a, let's just say 50 man roster, um, I, I, you know, we are so down. There are rosters that across America, and this is in football playing states like Texas, California, Georgia, the numbers are so low that there's teams in powerhouse high schools who are not even being able to fulfill lower level freshman and JV teams and rosters. So we have a participation issue in football, in athletics in general. And you wonder why obesity is at an all-time high. But but we're on the phone, dog. We're on the phone. We don't go outside and play no more. We're on the phone. We're on the video game. We got the virtual goggles on, jacking off to who knows what on that. Like, There is no more after school fucking sports. Remember, remember after when we were young, dog. I'm I'm be honest with you though. After school sports kept a lot of motherfuckers alive where I'm from. I'm I'm just be real with you. I'm just gonna be real. It's kept a lot of cats alive where I'm from, and you see more youth getting killed by each other now than we've ever seen before. And I'm not saying after-school athletics is the only reason, but goddamn, it would fucking sure help to get a lot of these kids off the street into some programs, wouldn't it? We don't do that no more. 
We don't fucking do that anymore. Kids are so quick to get out of school. They already were on their phone the whole day in school. Now they get out of school and get on the phone some more and go home and play virtual jack off. And then they want to get on fucking video game with a fucking Asian kid in fucking North Korea and play fucking Mortal Kombat. And then don't do any homework. Don't study for their football if they are playing football. So, dog, what do you expect? I'm confused. What the fuck do we expect? I don't know, man. Oh, man. I don't know what you guys expect. I'm just telling you. Extracurricular activity is no more. But we're the most obese nation we've ever been. Most obese we've ever been. I'm just throwing that out there. Five playoff teams on the bubble in the NFL that have hard, tough stretches remaining. Just so we're clear, I want to break this down before Chase gets in in about an hour. The Giants are 7-4-1. They have the hardest schedule remaining. The Patriots are 6-6, second hardest schedule. The Bengals, who are 8-4, have the third hardest uh, schedule. The Commanders, 7-5-1, have the fourth hardest schedule. And the Jets have the fifth at 7-5. The Giants' games remaining are the Eagles, the Commanders again, the Vikings, Colts, and Eagles. I don't see one. They got the Eagles twice, the Vikings, the Commanders, and the Colts. The Giants have a hell of a stretch to try to fucking win this out. I'm just telling you, dog. The Eagles, the Commanders, the Vikings, the Colts, and the Eagles, the Giants could be fucked, people. I don't know if you know that, but the Giants can be fucked. So we're going to be confused. What did Andrew Luck say? Uh, and I saw Pat, Pat dropped it, but I didn't see it. I haven't seen it. Uh, what did Andrew Luck say? Does anyone know? Um, I was going to talk about that later with, with Sean Salisbury. Uh, that's a hell of a schedule for the Giants. I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, will they make it? Will they make it? Yes or no? It's going to be tough, Jeremiah. That's your team. I, th- I, I thought they were going to have seven wins. They have already reached seven wins. Uh the way they were playing earlier, I thought they might have get not might have got nine wins. But uh I don't think the Giants can get to 10 wins, dog. Not right now. Not right now. Uh I don't think so. I don't think so. Um And I bet you all you guys believed Andrew Luck, right? Everyone believes Luck. Everyone believes luck. Man, if I was so fucking privileged, dog. Lucky I didn't do that motherfucking interview if he did. if he Did Pat have him on the show? Is that what happened? Lucky I didn't do that fucking interview with that motherfucker. <laughs> I, lucky I didn't do that fucking interview. I, I wish we were so fucking privileged to have Andrew Luck's life whose daddy is a millionaire, so the kid never had to worry about shit growing up. I wish I could retire and get $100 million from Jim Ursay to walk away in the summer after you basically fucked my franchise and my teammates by saying, I'm walking out. You wonder why the Ohio State wide receiver is saying, fuck my teammates. Well, guess what? Andrew Luck did the shit. He did it in the fucking summer 
going into a season which the Colts had a hell of an opportunity to win a Super Bowl. He fucked that organization, set them back quite some time. Uh, I, I blame Ursay for fucking paying the motherfucker. How fucking privileged do you sound by walking away with $100 million and then want to bitch and moan and cry that I wasn't treating my wife and myself right? So is that mental health or mental fucking weakness, motherfucker? Which one is it? Why are we so fucking forgiving and fucking just letting shit that happened go? Like, so we act like we don't really know. We we want to show. We want to actually show and think. We actually want to go into life and say, oh, Andrew Luck, you're a hell of a human to come out and say this. You, you, you came out and said, mental health, man, it takes a lot to say that. No, it fucking doesn't. That is the biggest crutch and bullshit line you can use nowadays. Come on, man. Oh, my God, dog. I I just don't get it. I should have mental health over every fucking motherfucker. I'm just being honest, dog. I should have mental fucking health. (laughs) Like, let's just be real. I should have mental health. God. Damn, homie. Like, it blows my fucking mind, dog. I should fucking have mental health. Like, real talk. (laughs) Like, this motherfucker has the audacity to come out and say that's the reason? Dog, I lost respect for him when he quit. I definitely don't have any fucking respect for him now. And... Your daddy got you into Stanford, motherfucker. You never had to fend for your life ever. You should have had the fucking greatest. Like, I'm tired of hearing these motherfuckers, dog. I'm glad I'm not I'm not going to go watch that shit, dog. Because you'll see me fucking blast this motherfucker on Twitter later on. Uh, I can't believe it, dog. Oh, Sean Jones, I agree with you, dog. Uh, Hey, if you guys aren't a member, pound the like button, subscribe, become one today. Best dollar 99 you can spend, dog. Appreciate everybody in the chat so far. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Uh, Mental health, Andrew Luck. Wow. And I can't, I, I, I guarantee you if he did it. Did he do a post? Did he do a post of it? Did he post it or something? Because if he did, I guarantee you the fucking comments are going to be unbelievable. The comments are going to be unbelievable. They're going to say, you're a true man for coming out, Andrew. We love you. Oh, you're lucky I'm not in that motherfucking Twitter. You're lucky I don't follow his ass. God damn, homie. It's unfucking believable. He's so ballsy. <laughs> he's so ballsy while he's doing this with a hundred mil. <laughs> um I don't know if the Eagles can make it, Jeremiah. 
Hey, I'll be taking live callers here today, so make sure if you guys want to come on in, if you're a member, call in. VJ uh, Sierra, I appreciate you. Uh, the Patriots' remaining games, Cardinals, Raiders, Bengals, Dolphins, Bills. I think they can beat the Cardinals. I think they can beat the Raiders. Uh, I don't know if they can beat the Bengals, Dolphins, or Bills. Um, so it doesn't look like the, car the Patriots are going to get in. Will they make the playoffs? I don't think so. Uh, the Bengals. The Bengals' remaining games. The Browns, I think they can beat. I think they're going to annihilate Deshaun Watson this week. The Bucks. I don't know if they can beat the Bucks because if the Bucks don't win, they're going to be in a very, very dire situation to get in the playoffs. The Patriots, the Bills, and the Ravens. The Bengals have a hard schedule left too. The Commanders have the Giants, 49ers, Browns, Cowboys. Can the Commanders get in? Can the Commanders beat the Giants? They play them again. Uh, that game's going to be another critical one. The Niners, can they beat the Niners with Purdy? I don't know. Can't wait to ask Chase uh, Senior that. The Browns, they can beat. And then can they beat the Cowboys? Hey, the Commanders are playing well with Heineke. I don't know if they can beat the Cowboys, though. But we're going to see. Uh, will they make the playoffs? This is going to be very, very interesting on the rest of this season. Um, it's going to be very interesting, dog. Very interesting. Um, very, very interesting to see how this works out. So I'm confused. Uh, I'm not confused, but, you know. Um, the Jets, Bills, Lions. Lions are playing fucking outstanding. Jaguars. Just beat the Ravens, Seahawks, Dolphins. The Jets have a hell of a schedule left, too. I don't know if they can get in. So can't wait to talk to Chase about the draft. We're going to ask him about the NFL draft here in about 40 minutes and who should take what and who should take who. We're going to have that discussion here. Uh, we're going to break a lot of things things down. We're going to talk some more Dion. Um I don't know if you've heard, but Dion has some some things leaked out about Dion and why he kind of left. Uh, if you haven't seen this, according to my source, Jackson stayed in the hot seat for misuse of football funds. Individuals were stealing money from football program by moving it to a general fund or scholarships, basically stealing from Prime and the players. 80% of why Dion Sanders is left. This will be the next breaking news. You heard it from me first, says Albert Coleman. Now, here's more news. The plot thickens. Jackson State put in Dion's contract that after 30,000 ticket sales, he would receive a percentage of the sales. That did not happen. The whole time he was there, the ticket sales got missing. Uh, they went missing, apparently. Dion, the football team, nor the football staff saw any of that money. There was a lucrative TV deal in place that Dion wanted to get, but the university did not want to get it. And Dion, with his own money, built the new locker room tennis courts and all the new designs. Dion's pocket came out of his pocket. The new player's lounge, Dion. He also used his own money to feed his players. All of the fancy meals you saw the players eating, Dion got those. When Jackson State went to the Celebration Bowl last year, the school didn't give any money back to athletics. Dion used a lot of the personal money to fund numerous things around campus, the university, did not help. The president wanted his name in the headlines as much as Dion. Dion wanted to reach the Celebration Bowl this year. He wanted to coach it. 
Jackson State president said no, apparently, and the Celebration Bowl is sold out already. The jury is still out if G- Dion will coach it or not. A last-minute offer was made for $1 million to Dion to stay, but he had to pay his staff out of that money. There was no new offer made after the first season of success. Uh, so, and then you have a lot of black community members hating on Dion in the, on the big platforms. And that is just, to me, unbelievable, right? It's just unbelievable to me. So I don't know, man. It's unbelievable to me. I don't know how that, uh, how that shocks anyone. I mean, I've been there, done that. I've been there, done that, dog. I've be, I've built places out of my own pocket everywhere I've ever been. Just so worth clear. I, everywhere I've ever been, I've done that. So, uh, crabs in a bucket. Hey, dog. Jump on each other to get out, right? That's what they do. Uh, if you never notice. Um, but what do I know? Um, can't get it. Can't wait to get into this. Um, we got a. I want to get into something real quick. Uh, we have a we have a point spread uh, predictor that was created. Um, Greenfire, I appreciate you. Go go follow Greenfire. Greenfire, drop your link, dog. I know you make some hot sauce. Drop that shit in the in the chat. We have point spread predictors now. Okay, I'm gonna throw this out there for the New Year's Six games. Peach Bowl, Georgia versus Ohio State. Georgia is a seven-point favorite, and they have a 58.1% chance to win the game, according to ESPN matchup predictor. I'm curious who the fuck makes this thing up. Who makes this? (laughs) Who makes this thing up? Um, Fiesta Bowl, Michigan TCU. Michigan is also a a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. They're a seven and a half point favorite and have a 66.8% chance to win. So I'm confused how they have a 10 point or percentage points higher chance to win than Georgia because of a half a point favorite. I don't get it. I'm confused on how this thing works. Orange Bowl. Tennessee is a seven point underdog in this one to number 10 Clemson. But according to ESPN matchup predictor, Tennessee has a 58% chance to win. Now, how the fuck does that make sense? Fucking Ash is a shit bird. Callie, it's okay. Uh, Sugar Bowl. Alabama is a four-point favorite, but has a 72.8% chance to win. I'm confused on this fucking thing, ESPN. Who made this? Ryan Clark? Kimberly Martin? (laughs) Did Kimberly Martin make this? Oh, fuck, dog. Did Kimberly Martin make this? Because Kimberly Martin, I believe, is one of the stupidest human beings on fucking planet Earth. I mean, I'll just be honest with you. I'm sorry. Uh, Not sorry, but you know what I mean. Uh, Rose Bowl, Utah, number seven in the country, high as they've been in a long time, is a two and a half point favorite, but has a 58% chance to win against Penn State. Like, is the math making sense? I'm not a math major, Jeremiah, but is this making sense? 
Uh, uh, <laughs> ESPN Sports. Aren't they already with DraftKings, Hector? Now they're with Sports Caesars too? I I, I don't understand though. Because to me, Tennessee's a seven-point underdog, but has a 58% chance to beat Tennessee. I mean, to beat Clemson. How are you a seven-point underdog, but have a 58% chance to win? I'm confused. That's an oxymoron. I don't understand how that's even humanly possible, scientifically possible, mathematically possible, biomechanically possible, geographically possible, any other ology possible. I don't understand how it's fucking possible. USC number 14, SC's a two-point favorite against Tulane and has a 58% chance to win. <laughs> Let's get the 80s clap cracking like my boy Steve Kim said. Uh, new poll question out there. I want to take some calls here. Uh, can Dion have similar results to Lincoln Riley in year one? I say no. Because SC's roster was much better than Colorado's roster. Number two, like I say all the time, you can win in college overnight. You can win in this business overnight. I don't want to hear it takes uh, Rome wasn't built in a year and all this shit. You can win overnight in football. I'm just sorry. You can. But this team is a whole roster redo, rebuild. I don't know. SC was not. So they're going to be in the hole. I don't see the same success as SC had. He has a tall task. Will they be better? I'm pretty sure. Anyone can be better. Um, But, you know, I just don't know. We're going to see on this one. We're going to see. Um, We're going to see. Dion has the name. Colorado's obviously hungry to win, but can he attract players as fast as Lincoln Riley did? So he's got to bring a quarterback. He does what Lincoln did. He brings his quarterback, his own son. I don't believe this kid's even close to a Caleb Williams talent-wise. I don't know if his son's good enough to play at this level as a quarterback. I got to be honest. I don't think he is, but Dion thinks he is. So he knows better than me. I don't know. I, I'm curious to see what's going on with that. I want to see this. I got to see this. I got to see this. Uh, also, is his son good enough to play at this level? We already asked that. Do you see this job as another stepping stone for Dion, or is this a destination job? I don't see Colorado being a final destination job for Dion. Do you? Do you think this is a final destination gig for Dion? Fuck no. There's no way. There's no fucking way that Dion's going to go in the fucking middle of the country in Boulder, Colorado, and do some things. I I don't see it. Um, Drake May received first team freshman All-American honors. Do you think he will stay at UNC? And also, do you think he's better than Cade Klubinick? I'm curious to know that one. I don't know. I like both quarterbacks. I do. Uh, The Drake May kid rubs me wrong with the interception return against Clemson. He just throws it to the motherfucker in the red zone. Um, 
I hated that throw. It reminded me of Baker fucking Mayfield. Um, will the NCAA ever put a limitation on transfers again? This seems like a dangerous situation. The portal has just now opened and there are hundreds of players transferring. All those questions I just asked, I would love to take some calls on. If you guys want to call in, uh, we could take some calls. Uh, we got about 30 minutes before Chance Main jo- or Chase Main joins us. Um, so let's take some calls. Uh, call on, call in. I'll drop the chat right here. I'll drop the link in the chat. If you want to call, call up in here and uh, let's get after it. We can have a few discussions, but let's do that in about two minutes. I've posted the link twice. Grab it. Get in the waiting room. I'll be back, like Arnold Schwarzenegger said, and uh, we are going to break down all those questions. Lincoln Riley, can Dion match him? Is his son good enough? Do you see this being a destination job for Dion? Drake may receive first team freshman All American honors, or who's better, him or Clay Klubnik? And will the NCAA ever put a limitation on transfers? Have those questions in your mind. I posted the chat. We'll be right back. Uh, my top 10. All right. I'm going to get into my top 10. Matt asked yesterday about my top 10, and he spit his out real quick. I'm going to pull mine up on the ticker below so the world can see. You can all fucking go, oh, the fucking chat. 400 people are going to talk shit. I don't fucking care. So here we go. I'm going to go Tom Brady. Here we go. Before I pull it up, before, I know you guys saw everything. I'm going to use this criteria. You've had, for me, you've had to at least, to be in my top five, have won a Super Bowl, been to Super Bowl, and just one of the elite of elite. All right? That is how my criteria kind of is. So here we go. Tom Brady, who's the GOAT as far as wins. I do not believe he's the best as far as skill set, but I do believe he's the best quarterback. All right? We're not going to get into that fucking thing uh, as far as winning and losing. Um, so Agreed. that's number one for me. Um, I got Troy Aikman because I believe Troy Aikman can travel to any era and be as accurate as any quarterback of all time. He is the fucking – people do not – you're 40 years old, Matt. How do you not believe in fucking Troy Aikman? You know how good he was? Do you realize how good he was? The second best quarterback of all time? Yeah, dog. Do you know how good Troy, Troy Aikman fucking was? Aikman? Do you know how good he was? Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Elway, I got at three. I got Montana at four. Manning at five. Rodgers at six. Favre at seven. Uh, both of those are very close skill set wise. Both have a Super Bowl, been to two. Marino at eight. Or, sorry, he had eight. Bradshaw at nine because he won so much. He's not as talented as anyone else. And Steve Young at 10 because of just he was the first lefty to really dominate his position. Um, that's my top 10. I'll just let it keep ticking, dog. I'm going to mute my channel. Go ahead. Uh, I don't have a problem with the rest of the top 10, but Troy Aikman even being on the list. Makes you're, me you're, just, you're shitting me, right? You're telling me, me Troy shit is not pants. a top 10 quarterback. No, here's mine. Brady, Manning, Elway, Montana Marino, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, oh, Steve, fuck. Steve Young, Mahomes, and Jim Kelly. See, this is the problem I have. With Troy this. fucking Aikman. Oh, dog. I... It, Drew Brees couldn't hold Troy Aikman's fucking left nutsack from behind his asshole. Drew Brees runs circles around Troy Aikman. Huh? 
Drew Brees runs circles around Troy Aikman, bro. Oh my bro, God. Yes, bro, let me break dog, dog. Danny this White could have won those Super Bowls with those. This teams. is how I break. And, and people in the chat, Jim Kelly over Aikman. Really? Aikman beat Jim Kelly twice in the Super Bowls, you dumb fuck. No, 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 no. Troy Aikman's team beat Jim Kelly. You so put Jim Kelly Aikman. on the you put Jim oh, Kelly so, on the so, Cowboys. They went his team titles. beat fucking seven teams. Troy Aikman is maybe the most overrated quarterback ever. See, I, I, I almost think that I can say that about Tom Brady. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, my God. Oh, Tom How Brady. can you say Tom Brady's oh, overrated? Tom Brady played in the worst conference for 20 years of all time in the NFL history. Look, that's true. He played in the worst division ever. I, I know. I played in it. But and, he's not let me, let, me, let me break this down, though. If you compare Troy Aikman and Tom Brady and they we go out here on the park and go fucking throw the football around the park, it ain't even fucking close. Well, no one's saying, that, no one's ball saying ball. that Troy Aikman couldn't throw the ball. He was extremely accurate, and he did a great job running the system that he was asked to run. What, what but, did he do bad? Bruce Heike, I know you didn't say you'll take Stabler over Aikman. Holy fuck. You is slap dick pretty Why much. Why you call me slap dick? Because my dick slapped me across your face. <laughs> Bruce, I had to slap you with a slap dick, dog, on that shit. Kenny Stabler over Aikman. Shut the fuck. I love you, Bruce. God damn. That shit is comical. Nah, Bruce Heike's a real one. I know Bruce. He's a good dude. Um... God damn. I love the snake too, but damn. No fucking way. Uh, hey, I put in the chat, uh, the link in the chat. Anyone want to call in? Call in. Uh, the link's in there. Don't be scared. Go to church. Let's debate it. Let's talk it. I'm going to ask those questions uh, to Chase later on, and we're going to have a little conversation. Uh, if you want to call, call in. I want to ask you something else, though. How else, other than expansion of college football playoffs, do you see it evolving? Is the portal a bigger deal than these high school kids now? Yes, it is. High school kids are getting fucked over. So, just telling you. What does this mean for junior college? It's imploding, dog. Junior college is imploding in front of our very own eyes. Sorry. Oh, Dan Marino's in my top five, dog. I don't know what you're talking about. He just didn't win a Super Bowl. And, 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 and I when I break down quarterbacks, you have to have the whole deal. You got to be able to have suspend it, throw it. You got to have all the accolades. And then you have to be able to win. You don't have to win a Super Bowl to be great quarterback. I'm not saying that. I mean, there's Dan Marino's a great quarterback. Charles Barkley's a great basketball player. Never won a title either. He's in my top five, too. I love Charles Barkley. I think he's a fucking phenom. From 6'4 person to do what he did in the NBA, people don't really give him enough credit, in my opinion. Uh, just so you know, he used to take a fucking drop step and dunk on David Robinson all the time with two hands. I'm like, that's, that's not normal. Just so we're clear. Barkley was a different human. Uh, same thing with Dan Marino. Didn't get it done. I mean, Jim Kelly may be one of the most fucking toughest, grittiest fucking humans ever to live. He didn't get it done. Uh, I, I, I don't think Jim Kelly had a skill set 
of someone like Marino. Um, so I put Marino above Jim Kelly, but Kelly went to four Super Bowls. So I don't know. Uh, you know, Bradshaw, man, he's a, he's one of the goats. He's won a lot of Super Bowls, but I have him in my top 10. Um, but having said that, Bradshaw wasn't a phenomenal talent either. Um, but he was a nutty gutty winner. He was a leader. He was getting their fucking ass. He was in that. He was in, he played in the era of assholes and shitbirds that were loyal though. And you had to be a shitbird asshole to your loyal people. So I want to be clear on that. I want to make sure you understand that. Um, so, I mean, it is what it is. Sean Robinson, what up? What's up, coach? How you doing, brother? <clears throat> How you doing? Well, that ended quickly. He must have lost his service. Uh, <clears throat> call back if you if you want. Um, I don't know why the Cardinals don't bench Kyler Murray. I don't know why. I would. I would. <clears throat> but. I'd, call, I'd, I'd cut that bitch off, but you can't cut him, dog. It's a it's a business. He makes too much money. He makes too much money. So, uh, he makes way too much money, dog. So, it is what it is. Uh, I got some information. I'll give you a little insight on, on a shitbird. A white kid shitbird. So we, we we make sure we're equal opportunist assholes here and we give credit where credit's due. I've heard that Drew Locke is one of the biggest shitbirds on planet Earth. And I've heard that from a very, 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 very reliable source. I will never give my source, but I'm just letting you know. Sean Waffle probably put it together, but I've heard he is a absolute shitbird. So, just throwing that out there. Uh, Baker Mayfield, man, can't wait to talk to Chase about this. Baker Mayfield. Um, what do you guys see in Baker Mayfield going to the Rams? And does he play tomorrow? Does he play tomorrow against the Raiders? I think he does. I think he does. Um, I think he does. So, yeah, Lee Summit, <clears throat> he is. Uh, yeah, Sean, you can put the pieces together and know who uh, told me that. But uh, interesting, very interesting. Drake May, I haven't heard if he's entering the portal or not. I don't know if that's true. Uh, I've heard Alabama as a possible fit. Um we had another, I think, 1,400 kids enter the portal. Um, he, ca he came out, apparently, and said that wearing the North Carolina blue means something to him. Um, and apparently, the NIL deal is reaching into the millions of dollars. There's, there is certainly uh, the concern of star players being recruited off of rosters. Uh I want to break this down real fast. I got word from a few coaches yesterday that people are actually calling kids 
from other schools and telling them, we will give you X, Y, and Z amount of money to leave that school and come to my school. I'm just telling you, when this happens, we have a problem, Houston. Just telling you. Joe Hill, we're not even taking you serious, dog. Shut the fuck up. Please shut the fuck up. Nobody's taking you serious, Joe Hill. Michael Vick's the greatest of all time. Um, Mac Brown says he is pissed off about other kids tampering. Um, see, that's the thing about it, dog. Like, there is no more tampering. There's no more tampering. Because if the kid does not show his DMs, because the coach said, look, you can't share this DM, but we'll offer you a million dollars. You want to come? And the kid says, hell yeah. Who's going to go into the DM? FBI? They're going to get the fucking FBI to go in the DM? That's my fucking point. The kid's going to take the money. He ain't telling nobody on nobody. He's not snitching on nothing. He's taking the eight, the million dollars. Tampering's happening every day. Tampering's going on right now every single day. I'm just telling you, dog. Sorry. That's just is what it is. Tampering is happening, and if you don't think so, you're really, really confused. It is happening. It's happening right now. Right now. This is a new world order that we are living in and it's fucking called money talks bullshit walks and if you don't believe that to be true but money's always ran the world let's be honest money has always ran the world but it takes it to a whole new meaning now we're in a whole new situation dog I'm, I'm just being honest. We are in a whole new situation. So. It's going to be interesting. Going to be fucking interesting to say the least. Um, don't. I don't know what you're going to. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to. I don't know what to expect anymore. I just don't. I think it's going to be very, very interesting. Uh, what ends up happening. So. But money will lead you to the fucking source of the issue. I tell you that. Money will either cripple you or enable you. So, uh, you know, I don't know. John Robinson, what happened, dog? You lost service. Uh, you got to be a member, too. Uh, so, look. When is the NCAA going to step into this thing and create a barrier that allows, if you get caught tampering, saying offering a kid money that's not at your school, you are fired immediately as the coach, as the head coach, not the assistant. See, that's what people don't get. The head coach is accountable, dog, for this whole operation. He knows what the fuck his assistants are doing. Do you think an assistant coach is going to go 
lie to a kid under my watch and I was going to be okay with it? Fuck no. He knew he was fired. I don't play that bullshit. So if you think the head coach is not allowing it, you're fucking fooling yourself. So the head coach needs to be fired. The head coach needs to be fired. And then you start to see some change, dog. Start firing these motherfuckers. And then take their scholarships away. Because once you do that, once you do that, now you're starting to fucking shit in tall grass. Once you do that, now you're going to shit in tall grass. I'm just telling you, because if you start, if you stop the bullshit and start eliminating some of these issues, then you're going to have fucking some accountability. And now we can start firing some of these dudes. But uh, I don't know, man. I just don't get it. Don't understand it, but you guys are, uh, I don't know if you know uh, who Joe Madden is. Joe Madden is a female sports columnist, sports writer, gambler, uh, personality, um, Canadian. Um, She's going to be on the show uh, this week, either tomorrow or Friday. Um, Joe Madden Sports, J-O Madden Sports, follow her on Twitter. She's going to be a delight to have on the show this week. Uh, talk about some betting and some other things. She's really good at sports a talk, and she has her own show. It's pretty good. Joe Madden Sports. Go check her out on Twitter. Um, can't wait to ask her about this stuff. She has her own take on college football as well. Uh, I think junior college is imploding right in front of our very eyes. Just telling you. Just telling you. I don't know. Hey, I'm going to be honest. I heard that coaches now are 40-40-20 guys. Let this sit in. They're taking 40 transfer portal kids, 40 grad transfer kids, and 20% high school kids. Let that shit sink in. High school kids, you need to go find a community college before they fold. And if community college folds, high school kids, you are fucked. So you do not want community college to fold. I'm sorry. I'm trying to tell you the truth, the real. If community college folds, it's going to be very, very bad for everyone involved, including the Power 5 schools that are going to understand very soon when this portal thing runs out. High school kids are going to be fucked. Community college kids are going to be fucked. And power five schools will not have anyone to fish from anymore. The fucking well will dry up. But what do I know? What do I know? Um, Jeff Brom coached me. So if you don't know that, uh, he was arena league football coach for the Louisville fire. And I was actually there for two days and I got traded back home to California to the Bakersfield blitz. Jeff Brown is a great human, good dude, good coach. Uh, I got a good friend on his staff right now. Coach Garrick McGee, who coached Lamar Jackson at Louisville, who was the head coach at UAB where Trent Dilfer is now as the head coach. Um, 
very very interesting um to say the least very very interesting um uh, no compton college didn't close down but they uh they didn't close down but they're they uh forfeited for the third year in a row the last three games of the season now how all everyone involved is not fired i don't know um but i don't know there it's a horrible situation the president needs to be fired at compton college i'm just telling you right now so it is what it is. Jeff Brown's a great dude, though, and I just don't know if he's going to leave. Louisville, Kentucky, he's from Kentucky, his hometown. He played at Louisville, played in the NFL. Jeff Brown would be a great fit there. I don't know if he leaves If he leaves Purdue right now. He already turned Louisville down once. Can he turn him down again? I don't know. I think... He, I think everyone wants to coach at their alma mater. I think everyone wants to end their career at home. But having said that, um, he's invested in Purdue. He's doing a great job at Purdue. He's got a lot of good things going at Purdue. Um, so it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Um Joe Madden's going to be on Friday. Uh, so follow her on Twitter, Joe Madden Sports, J O Madden, just like John Madden. Uh, yeah, I like Brom. He's a great dude. I just don't know if he's going to leave Purdue. He, he already turned him down once. Does he do it again? I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Going to be interesting. Oh, it's all good, uh, uh, Sean. Um, I heard a lot of players aren't coach aren't playing in the SC game, but of course, that's the head coach, Lincoln Riley. That that that's totally that is that is it's fucking par for the course with him. His quarterbacks are shitbirds. Okay, his quarterbacks are shitbirds. He allows you to write fuck Utah on his nails. Why haven't I heard anyone talking about the head coach allowing that to happen? Why haven't I heard anyone talking about Lincoln Riley allowed that to happen? Like, I'm confused. Why isn't that a discussion? I'm confused. So... I don't believe he can play quarterback at the four-year power five level. Uh, I'm going to see, though. We're going to see if his, if his son can play quarterback at that level. I don't think he can. And I'm be honest. This number one player kid and all this shit, whoever the number one player in the country was that went to Jackson State, I haven't seen anything from this kid. I can't wait to watch him. I want to break his ass down and see. Uh, I want to see what he can do. I'm curious. I'm curious to see what he can do. Um. So, I don't know. 
Hey, all you guys, hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Uh, Travis, Aries, if you're not a member, become one. $1.99, best $1.99 you can spend. Like I said, if you're a member, you can call in. We're going to start taking calls again. We're going to start giving away merch again, start doing some giveaway raffle stuff. Uh, once the holidays are over, we're going to get all that done. Next week, we'll be posting a 20% off deal on CoachJBStore.com. Uh, also, uh, next week, I'm going to do a few pre-recorded shows for content, and then I'm going to do some live shows while I'm in Dallas because for the Army All-American game, I'm going to be there all week, and I'm going to be coaching the game. So that is kind of going to be a Christmas vacation, but I don't want to just go dormant. I'm going to do some lives with Sean Salisbury, Noel Mazzoni, uh, Josh Booty, um, Scott Frost will be there. There's going to be a lot of guys there. Plus, I'll get some players on that are in the game. And we'll do some live shit from the show. So keep supporting it. Don't go anywhere. Just understand I'm going to be coaching this Army All-American game. So I just want to be clear. It's going to be tough for me to go live five days. But I will do some pre-recorded content for the show that will air, premiere. Will It'll premiere every day. And uh, I'll do that for you guys because I know you're loyalists and I am too. So I appreciate it. But I will do some live content, uh, obviously. And uh, I'll go live and take some callers while I'm there in uh, Dallas. And if you guys are in Dallas and you want to come up and check us out and meet me and, and hang out, maybe jump on my show when we get to do it, come on up. We'll be at the Star all week. So... But I'm not flying Spirit Airlines. Uh, I'm just telling you right now. Joe Hill, who are you talking to? Me or someone in the chat? I'm confused. He said, Deion's son went 11-0 in the MAC. First of all, he was not in the MAC. He was in the SWAC. So I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. The MAC conference is Kent State and Toledo and all those guys. So... I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, so all I, I have seen his son play at Jackson State. I don't know. Do you are you at my house watching me watch TV? Are you the guy that watches me that I'm thinking about? Are you the guy? Do you have a camera in my house watching me? <laughs> Joe Hill, you sound like a fucking idiot. And you sound like you got a mouthful of balls in your jaws. Let me hear you talk. Call in. Let me hear you talk. Is that how you sound, motherfucker? Because you got my dick in your mouth, motherfucker. Shut up. You sound like a dumbass. Shut your bitch ass up. I love when motherfuckers want to throw the race card in there with me. Good luck, motherfucker. Good fucking luck, homeboy. Good luck spreading that one. Dumbass. You want Dion to call you on my behalf? Because I think I can have him do it. <laughs> you want motherfuckers to call you? I think I know these motherfuckers a little better than you do. Motherfucker, shut up. I don't want to hear your goddamn excuses. I'm talking on text. You sound like this. Like the fucking bitch I had over last night, motherfucker. Shut up. You sound fucking ignorant. 11-0 in the MAC. Number one, he don't play in the MAC. He plays in the SWAC, and I did see him play. And he ain't no fucking big-time quarterback. Sorry, but you know more. So drop your resume in this motherfucker, bitch. 
I can't stand some of you bitch-made-ass motherfuckers. None of you motherfuckers will say shit to me in person, though. That's the cold part about it. Not one of you bitch-made motherfuckers will say shit in person. Soft motherfuckers. You ride dick, homie. All you fucks ride dick talking that race shit. Beat a dick up. Confront me in person then, homie. If I'm so big and bad and racist, confront me in person. Sorry, motherfucker. You sorry bitch made cats, dog. You motherfuckers are so goddamn soft. You love being behind a keyboard. I'm going to be honest. I'm keep it 100 with you. Can't wait to see it. Can't wait. Uh, Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas, the star. We're going to be there. Uh, Turned up. Come on through. Check us out. Uh, A lot of big-time NFL coaches, college coaches. uh, Supposedly some of the best talent in the country in Army All-American games on TV. Uh, They'll be doing the 20-hat thing. Uh, I told everybody they're going to take their hat. If they do this shit, they're going to put on a fucking Four Aces hat, and then they're going to put on a fucking Canadips hat, and then they're going to put on the fucking hat they need to wear, and that is going to be this fucking hat. They need to wear the slapdick hat at the end of the fucking day. This is what you should commit to, motherfuckers, right here. Do this show. <laughs> Do this shit right here. Wear this fucking shirt hat. Shit. I'm just telling you. Go ahead. I'm wearing this motherfucking hat. Shit. I'm wearing this fucking hat. I don't even wear hats. I'm wearing a slapdick hat today. I don't even wear trucker hats like this. I don't even wear hats. My head is too awkwardly shaped. That's why I wear visors. I'm wearing a slapdick hat today, dog. Go on over to CoachJBStore.com. Get you some slapdick hat. Can't wait. We've got about five, ten minutes. Chase Young's going to join us. Uh, Coach, can you SO Independence Kansas again? What is SO? Shit on? <laughs> what is SO? And I, I, I love visors. I think the females think I look sexy in a visor, dog. I don't know what you think. Lucy, do I look sexy in a visor? I know you're a married woman and all, but, I, you know, I don't know if there's any other women in the chat. Uh, baby girl NYC, I know who you are. So I, I appreciate you and respect you. And uh, But you're a woman. So uh, I think I'm going to turn visors sexy again. Turn visors sexy again. Um, better keep treating my boy right, baby girl NYC, and don't let him spend all his money on uh fan FanDuel DraftKings. Um, Juco's fucked if they don't figure this shit out. I'm be honest, they are fucked if they don't figure this shit out. They better figure shit out. I'm be honest. I can't wait to talk to these kids uh, in Dallas next week because I just gonna get a real, I'm gonna get a real, real good vibe on these motherfuckers because 
And I'm telling you right now, Houston Nuts, our head coach, Scott Frost is the head coach for the other team. Either one of those guys I really probably will vibe with because um, I just know who they are and what they are. Um, and so, you know, I'm going to stay out the way and, and, and be uh, subordinate. All right. I know how to do that. I know I understand protocol. I'm just going to be there and, you know, hey. But uh, Sean Salisbury and I and myself are going to be calling the offense. So we're going to kind of co-coordinate this thing. We're going to put in the offense today. Uh, we're going to put in this. Uh, we're going to put in this in the. Uh, we're going to put in this uh, offense today, and uh, I'm going to control the run game and the RPO and the triple option game, and then Sean's going to call the plays with the offense and and the pass game. Uh, they want to throw the ball a shitload, so we're going to throw it all over the place uh, and run some RPO, some triple option. Keep it real simple. There's no blitzing. There's no motions. We just found all this out yesterday, uh, four or five days before we got to be there. So, um, you know, it is what it is. Joe Hill, you still talking? You came back to talk? Are you still you still got balls in your jaws, homie? And so I love hearing, ain't no soft in me. You look soft, though. <laughs> hey, I got the balls to show my face, though. Where you at, homie? Where you at? Get your bitch ass out of here. Shut up. Um. No, JUCOs can't do anything, dog. JUCOs are not going to be able to do anything because... JUCOs are going to be, they're not going to have the talent that they once had. They're not going to have the talent that they once had. So without that, you, you, you have no shot at this thing. And if you don't have the talent, you're not going to get recruited. And if you can't get recruited, you can't get new talent. And without new talent, you can't create a buzz. And JUCO will implode. And if you can't get high school talent to come to the JUCO talent because they're waiting on the portal talent to implode, then it's going to be year after year after year that you just don't get it done. And junior college don't have the resources to sustain, to stay open during this influx of fuckery. So having said that, I sound like I could be a college president, don't I? I could be a fucking college president around this motherfucker. Dog, I told you, Aiden. Listen, Jackson State, they're going to wish they did something different. Independence, from what I've heard, from different sources that I still have in that town, that certain people have said they wish they never let me go. Because I'm telling you, you're going to wish that I hadn't. You're going to feel the pain eventually. It's going to hit you. I'm just going to be real. How fucking hard should it be to recruit to Independence, Kansas now? If you are a JUCO coach and you're there and you and if you can't get kids to buy in at that place, all you got to do is say, hey, dog, we're the fucking home of last chance you. We got a new turf field our last head coach gave us. He put in a weight room put in an equipment room, put in coaches' offices, and he gave us $2 million in Adidas gear. 
and we were on TV. Do you want to come here? Guess what? We had also 101 guys go to Division One in two years. Do you want to come here? Okay, cool. Thanks. See you there. How fucking hard is that? I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Um, but I don't know. Yeah, the whiskey right now, listen, I'm in the mix of going to a new distillery. So I'm just throwing that out there. I'm in the mix of throwing that out there. Um, so, um, you know, it is what it is. Uh, um, I'm just throwing that out there. So, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, I think the Vikings are legit. I, they scare me a little bit, but, uh, Chase, uh, senior is going to be joining me here in about two minutes. Uh, let me see. Da -da 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 -da. Let me see. Da -da 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 -da. Um, let me see. Did you get the link? Yeah. Uh, Chase coming in. Um, what's the real explanation of Colorado? The, is that English? What the fuck? <laughs> hey, I appreciate everybody in here. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. If you're not a member, it's the best dollar ninety nine. David Moody, Max in Georgia, SA. All you guys, Alex Sands, be a member. Dollar ninety nine, dog. You spend more of that on fucking Starbucks every day. Come on, homie. Um. Can't wait to talk to Chase about a few things. We're going to break down a lot of things. Um, do the Colts go back to Sam Ellinger is another question I have for Chase. Um, we're going to find that out. We're going to find that out. Um, the Vikings, are they the real deal? And I know, I know Chase is going to be excited about his Eagles and Jalen Hurts after he threw for 380 and three touchdowns, no picks. We're going to be excited about that. We're going to see. Um Oh, David Moody said expectation. Uh, fuck. I mean, expectations for a place that has went 1-11, who got 60 put on them their last game. 
I don't know if there's a lot of expectations in that. I think you I think you're gonna win more games than they won last year. Um, so who knows? I don't know uh what that means, but shit, we'll see. Um the mommy. Great day. God bless our vets and military on this Pearl Harbor Day. No doubt. Thank you for that. Uh, Pearl Harbor Day. Did not know that. Uh, I've got to recap. You know, I'm not a huge historian, historic buff. Uh, so, hey, Brian Martinez. It doesn't even say COVID if you notice, though. It says the flu is out and about higher than ever. Did you notice that? Have you seen the reports? It don't say COVID, dog. It says the flu. Have you noticed how they're changing that shit out? They're changing it around. It don't say LA's full of the COVID. It says LA's riddled with the flu. Maybe they figured out that is the flu. <laughs> um, like, that is what the fucking thing is. I think that's what they figured it out. Yeah, the flu killed a lot more than COVID, by the way. Uh, I'm sorry. If you're fat, diabetic, out of shape, and old, you probably are going to die from the flu, from ammonia, from cardiac arrest, uh, you know, heart disease. I mean, you're going to have a lot of problems. <laughs> Whatever happened to Buddy Stevens after the shoot? After the show, I assume you mean. Um, a lot of you guys got to recap and go back and take English classes, dog. A lot of you motherfuckers got to go back in and recap and, and sit there and say, fuck, I need to learn how to read, write, and spell much better before I actually do it on a show. Because you guys got to look at your shit before you actually send it. Don't hit send, dog, unless you spell the shit correctly. I have no idea what happened to Buddy Stevens. I don't fucking care what happened to Buddy Stevens, as he don't care what happened to me. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Uh, that's just what it is. TJB. What does that mean, Team Cali? TJB? I don't know what that means. Um, yeah, pneumonia ain't no joke. Pneumonia has been a no. Oh, that's you, TJB. That's you. I didn't know that. Um, uh, you don't have to apologize, Travis. I'm just fucking with you, dog. Become a member. I'll fuck with you more. Um, you know, is what it is. Can I wear my Penn State gear in L.A.? Going to the Rose Bowl. Go ahead. Ain't no L.A. team's going to be in there. Nobody gives a fuck. Uh, nobody cares about that. Um, let's get into it. Uh, only the best is joining us here. Uh, Chase Young, if you guys don't know or follow him make sure you follow him i'm gonna pull up his ticker and put it on the bottom here uh glad he could join us for a minute on this work boot wednesday um 
Chase, what's up, brother? How you doing? Yo, what's good? I like the hat. Hey, I had to wear it, man, because uh, I'm coaching this Army All-American game next week in your hood, Dallas, and yep. uh, I know I'm going to see a lot of this shit going on. I think we're going to have the I'm committed, and then I'm going to take it off and throw the fucking candidate, and then I'm going to take it. So I'm going to be like, I'm bringing this for all of them. So you oh, better okay. fucking put this hat on because that's who the fuck you really are. Yeah, and if you keep switching up on your commitment, then you're a slapdick. You're a slap. Really, you're a fucking shit bird, but we're not even going to go there. Um, hey, man, a lot going on here. I mean, there's been a lot of shit happening. I know you are uh, fully aware and abreast, too. Uh, I want to I I get to something a little bit unorthodox first. I want to get your take on something because um, you bring great insight to this thing. Before we get into all the popular opinion shit, I want to ask you this. The NFL draft order is basically right now looking like the Texans, who are 1-10-1, and one, have the number one pick. And then the Bears are second at 3-9. and nine. Uh, But the Seahawks are the third pick via the Broncos. And then the, the Seahawks are also at number 20 in the first round. Pete Carroll, I believe, is sticking around because he has a hell of a corner, Richard Sherman-esque from a Division II school that he scooped up because he's a – Probably the best talent evaluator in the in the in the world, personnel wise. Um, he has a great rookie running back. Geno Smith's played out of his mind. I think he's going to stick with Geno and build around him. He has two freak wideouts who are both had over 130 yards last game, and I think he bolsters the O line. He gets a couple pass rushers. I think he gets another backer, uh, maybe a safety. And I think the Seahawks are a fucking formidable opponent coming into next year. Um, the Texans, though, who are they drafting? Man, they have to go quarterback. They have figured ah! out this year that Davis Mills is not that guy. What are you going to do? If you don't have a quarterback, you're in purgatory. Hey, you're a football analyst. You know this game. When are we going to say enough is enough? Let's stop drafting the same old thing and recycling this thing. When are but we going to They don't have a quarterback. But when are we going to build the roster? How do we know? He's, he has a horrible makeup around him. He has a horrible roster. Because we've now got to see him for a year and a half, and clearly Davis Mills can't play, and now they're playing Kyle Allen. So within that facility, they understand that Davis Mills isn't the guy. Otherwise, they continue to give him reps, and we already know what Kyle Allen is. Here, let me, let me give you insight. I got a buddy there. I got a couple kids there playing. I'm hearing... This is, I'm, I'm just trying. I'm not breaking news, but I'm telling you something to think about. Maybe you can look into it yourself. I'm hearing that Mills is the guy. They're not going to get him hurt around a horrible roster. They're playing Allen, and they're going to build around Mills. Interesting. I mean, they could go to the Dr. Pepper Challenge and find a quarterback there that they could bring in. Ah, uh, dude, I, I, uh, <laughs> well, hey, chest I don't pass. know what you think, dude, but it's got to stop, man. Can we make an overhand fucking throw? Yeah, it's bad. A chess pass, that's Bush League. It should not be a chess pass. It should be outlawed. I, I mean, come on, man. It's got to be fucking outlawed. Drop uh, back, throw a dime. But no, I'm with you. Um, Look. All right, so you draft a quarterback again. Um, yeah. look, look at Trevor Lawrence. From, from Urban, who's not an NFL guy, to Peterson, who is, it's night and day. It is. It is. So, so I mean. What I would do if I was running the Texans, and they don't even have a general manager right now, the owner – the ownership group has always kind of been fraudulent and a joke. That's why they're a dysfunctional franchise. So if I'm running the Texans, I'm firing Lovey Smith because it doesn't make sense to have a defensive-oriented head coach in nowadays NFL outside of a select few, 
like Bill Belichick, maybe D'Amico Ryan's in this upcoming coaching cycle. I already have questions about Matt Eberflus in Chicago, and he's about to finish up and wrap up year one. I'm firing Lovey Smith. I'm getting an offensive coach. I'm drafting Bryce Young. And then I'm setting up everything nicely after that. I think Bryce Young's the best quarterback in this draft class. You can't compare Davis Mills to Bryce Young. You have a really good running back in Damian Pierce. Then I'm using more draft picks along the offensive line and wide receiver. And I'm just rebuilding this thing from the ground up. That would be my strategy to rebuild the Houston Texans. So where are these draft picks coming from? You're going to take Bryce Young at number one. And then you're going to take who at number 13. That's their pick via the Browns, number 13 pick they have. If they have a running back, their O-line's fucking atrocious, and they have no secondary. They have no fucking linebacker. I don't understand. They need a lot of help, and I don't know if it's just quarterback. And, I, and we keep doing this, and we keep being shitty. And I'm going to tell you why, Chase, before you continue on. These shitty organizations, they can't go that route and build around an average quarterback because – Every year they're shitty, they're going to lose revenue with seats in, or asses in the seat, so they have to draft a splash, and guess what happens? They continue to just fucking be shitty because they have no one around the splash, and yeah. guess what? Then the splash becomes a bust, and then we have a whole nother realm of discussion. So, like, there's a lot to, to unfold here, but we have to, we have to sign the splash to put asses in the seats, but yeah. then we're shitty anyway. So, yeah. so I'd go Bryce Young, first pick. I'd go offensive tackle with that second first-round pick. But if you want to follow the Seahawks model like what you're talking about, they hit on Charles Cross. He's their new left tackle out of Mississippi State. He's been fantastic. Tariq Woolen is that cornerback who's been awesome. If you Six want to follow three. that model and they brought in Geno Smith, then what you could do is maybe draft left tackle, draft an edge rusher with those two first-round picks, and then go after a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo. He's not going to be that expensive, $20 million per year. If you don't want to use a first-round pick on a quarterback, you go after the veteran who you don't have to pay $30 million to, and that's Jimmy Garoppolo who could help you win a lot of games and at least stabilize the ship, and then maybe you recharge to get a quarterback in the next draft class. That's not what I would do. I'd try to get quarterback and coach right because I believe those are the pillars to being a foundational franchise. But there are other options out there. They just have to be smart about it. But the Texans have been dormant for a long time because they're not smart. Yeah. And, you know, they had Bill O'Brien who kind of ran. He had full autonomy, kind of buried a lot of talent, got rid of a lot of talent. He, if you run J.J. Watt out from all things that I know, I've got to play golf with the dude. He's a fuck. Seems like a great human. Uh, now, I don't know about Hopkins. He seems like a little bit of a head case. And so, you know, some, so do some other guys. But he got rid of a lot of guys. And, and you're wondering, like, shit. Uh you gave full autonomy to this guy, and now you set them back ar arguably for some years. But right. I don't know if quarterback and coach every year is a good look for a franchise who is trying to attract good coaches and good players. They're going to be like, well, fuck, I'm fired after year one, and I'm going to be cut after year one. So I just don't know if that's a good motto. I think they have to start somewhere and just take it in the ass and say, all right, we got to start from scratch and build a roster up around here. And we may not be good for three years, but you know what? It's going to have to start at some point or we're just going to continue to, to be screwed. Seahawks are in a great position though, Chase. I don't, they have a fucking hell of a job. They can even, even trade up and if they want to and do some things because of their two picks in the top 20, 
um, for what is already arguably a good season right now, better than anyone ever thought. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, let me ask you this real quick. Uh, the, the, the AFC, Bills 9-3, Chiefs, Ravens, Titans, Bengals, Dolphins, Jets. Those are the seven right now if the playoffs started today. Um, interesting because the Bengals still have to play the Ravens, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, on the bubble, though, Patriots 6-6, six and six, Chargers, the Raiders are climbing. They can, they're still mathematical. The, the, the Broncos are not mathematically eliminated. That is how bad football is right now. I'm just going to be honest. I have to tell you, three and nine, they're not eliminated yet. The Texans are the only eliminated team at one and ten and one. Um, do you think that seven is the team, the, the seven that gets in, or, or somebody you see down here, down the line here, such as like the Chargers, Patriots? I don't know if the Raiders or the Browns can climb that high, yeah. um, but they're still mathematically in it. Uh, but the schedule's a brutal chase for some of these teams. No doubt. And I think if there's a team that could potentially make a surprise run, I like those seven teams. I think the mo most realistic that gets in on the bubble right now would be the Los Angeles Chargers just because of their quarterback. And have to give a shout-out to Justin Herbert. I mean, he is playing really good football despite being without his top wide receivers much of this year. The coach just seems kind of out of his mind here. I liked him last year. I don't like him this year. The offensive coordinator is bad, and their defense has been porous, and they suffered a lot of injuries there. So if he puts the team on his back here in the final month of the season, they could get in. But let me say this about the Las Vegas Raiders. I understand that they're climbing an uphill battle right now, and they still have to basically win out, or they don't have much wiggle room. Maybe they can afford to lose one game. But you look at the games that they've lost. Almost all of them were by one score. And everybody wanted to fire Josh McDaniels. Everybody called Josh McDaniels a fraud. He's actually done a decent job over the last couple of weeks. And that team has been playing well. And finally, Derek Carr has stepped it up. Devontae Adams, he might be the best all-around wide receiver in the NFL. The defense has been pretty good, led by Defensive Player of the Year candidate Max Crosby. The schedule puts the Raiders in a spot where they could run the table if they continue to play like they've been playing. And if only they would have been able to lock down one of those wins and some of those really difficult, hard-to-fathom losses that came by one score, they'd be in an even better spot. And with the way that that team is built, they're kind of a scary team in the wild card round. So that's a team I think you have to keep an eye out for. I, I I agree. Josh Jacobs, if if they were winning, if they if they were seven and five, he would have to be an MVP discussion. Yeah. Uh it's a quarterback it's a quarterback trophy now. Um, but Justin Jefferson, Josh Jacobs. Josh I, Jacobs I has been they, awesome. They have to be in that mix, in my opinion, but I don't know if they are. Let me ask you this. The the bubble team, the NFC sets Eagles, Vikings, Niners, Bucks, who they have to change the format because the Bucks, number four ahead of the Cowboys because of what the division rule is. Uh, then you have the Giants, Seahawks. Left out is the Commanders, seven, five, and one. Um, and the Lions, who are fucking, I'm just telling you, Chase, if I was in the NFL, that one team I do not want to play right now is the fucking Lions. I agree. I agree. Their offensive coordinator, Ben Johnson, he's probably going to be the most sought after 
head coaching candidate here in the 2023 cycle. That offense has been spectacular. You look at their schedule, they're scoring 30, 40 points almost week in, week out. And I know that Dan Campbell rubbed people the wrong way, and it was no doubt a weird introductory press conference when he's talking about biting other people's kneecaps off. But what he had to do was instill belief. What he had to do is instill a culture that hasn't been present for the Lions in a really long time. And then Matt Patricia officially buried that. Dan Campbell's done a damn good job. Now, how's he going to be able to absorb the blow of losing Ben Johnson? Because it's really difficult to replace offensive coordinators like that who are going to become head coaches. But I'm with you. And Ben Johnson, another reason why he's going to get a head coaching job, he's really elevated the play of Jared Goff. So, And they, they traded away TJ Hawkinson. So I think the Lions are scary, unfortunately, for them. The NFC is a little bit more front-loaded than the AFC, so it's more difficult to get in. But I think the Commanders-Giants, that game in two weeks, it was flexed to primetime. That could decide the last playoff spot. And then the Seattle Seahawks are there as well. Huge game next Thursday between the Niners and Seattle. That could go a long way in determining who the NFC West champion is going to be because Jimmy Garoppolo is now out for the foreseeable future. That injury, not as bad as originally predicted, but Brock Purdy is going to be the starting quarterback and who knows how he's going to play. I think in Shanahan's system with all the weapons in that defense, they can keep their heads above water, but that game against Seattle when the Seahawks have historically owned them over the last eight to 10 years, it's going to be a massive one and it's going to be chippy as hell. I can't wait for it. Uh, on this subject, the, the five bubble teams right now uh, that have the hardest stretches, the Giants, uh, the Patriots, the Bengals, the Commanders, and the Jets, um, in my opinion. Now, I don't know if what you think, but the Giants' remaining schedule, dude, is Two Eagles, games against the Eagles, Commanders, it's tough. Vikings, Colts. Yeah. Like, that's tough. I don't know if they can get to 10 wins. I think you're going to have to get to 10. I don't know. Yeah, I think 10 is the magic number nowadays with the expanded playoff format. And then you got the Patriots who are on the bubble with the Chargers. They got the Cardinals, Raiders, Bengals, Dolphins, Bills. That's uh, tough. And you got the Bengals who are playing as well as anyone right now. Uh, you, we say the Lions, but the Bengals are obviously a team that is looking like they did last year right now, and their defense is playing better than anyone wants to talk about. They got the Browns, Bucks, Patriots, Bills, Ravens. So, and then the Commanders got the Giants again. Uh, Niners, Browns, Cowboys. There's some tough teams. And then the Jets are the last one. They got the Bills, Lions, Jags, Dolphins, and Seahawks. Um, yeah. All these games are so meaningful right now. It's going to be very, very interesting. And the Rams and the Saints and the Panthers and the Cardinals, none of them are eliminated yet, which is crazy to me. Um Let's get to the big news. Baker Mayfield gets on with the Rams. Um, I'm not a Baker guy. Obviously, everyone in the world knows that, I think. Uh, I think he's a better at commercials than he is on the field. But having said that, uh, do I do think if anyone can get him to play decently, it is Sean McVay um, because of the style they run. Boot naked, waggle, sprint him out. RPO, he got a quick release, get the ball to the playmakers that they have, even though they have no cup. Uh, they're going to have to get Allen Robinson, who's banged up. They're going to have to get these other guys in there. Um, it would be funny as fuck if OBJ ends up being a Ram again. Oh, it'd be hilarious. And for Baker, here's my thing with Baker. I like that he has always had a chip on his shoulder because he's needed to. 
really good high school player, under-recruited, goes to Texas Tech, can't win a job there, transfers to Oklahoma, has to walk on, has to earn his stripes and an opportunity to play there, and under Lincoln Riley, wins the Heisman Trophy. And honestly, they should have beat Georgia in the Final Four in the college football playoff when they got there. They didn't. It is what it is. Lincoln's small game, Riley came up short. But with Baker, like I like that mentality, right? having the chip on your shoulder. But that swagger and that confidence has then turned into arrogance at the NFL level and a failure to be accountable. And when you're a quarterback, face of the franchise, leader, everybody in that locker room, whether you like it or not, and yes, it's a difficult position to be in when you're in your early 20s, looks at you to leave. And when you play poorly and when you deflect blame and when you blame everybody else for your shortcomings and your poor play that rubs people the wrong way. So that's my problem with Baker is you have to be accountable, even taking the blame sometimes when it's not your fault. The other thing with Baker, coming out of Oklahoma, he was supposed to be really accurate. He was supposed to find keyholes with the football. He was supposed to throw it and complete passes at all three levels. The accuracy has been terrible. He's been like a 60% completion percentage guy. And that's concerning for me. Is that ever going to get better? Because throughout his NFL career, even in 2020, when he threw, you know, 27 touchdowns and had a good touchdown interception ratio, and the Browns won a playoff game for the first time since the early 1990s when Bill Belichick was the coach, he still completed less than 63% of his passes. So if Sean McVay can correct that, then yeah, maybe Baker can end up being a good player, but Matthew Stafford's going to take his job if he's with Los Angeles beyond this year. But if that elbow injury is terrible, who knows? That's my concern with Baker from a playing standpoint. Why is the completion percentage not translated? You know, it's like a guy at the college level being a good three-point shooter, and then all of a sudden they can't knock down threes or free throws anymore. Sometimes that's hard to get back. And for Baker, can he get that back? I have my doubts. Hey, you sound you sound like you're talking about every fucking guy that's ever played for Lincoln Riley, Kyler Murray. Although Jalen Hurts is elevated, he's gotten yeah, better. Yeah, he was a program guy. Was saving for three years. This is true. This is I'm true. I'm talking about the guys that transfer in. Jalen Hurts is the only good character kid out of all that group, and he was a saving for a long time. So that's why I say, okay, well, we know that reason. But if you look at these other guys, fucking Baker. Caleb Williams, fuck Utah and his fingernails. Guess who allowed that? The head coach. The common denominator with this guy is they don't play defense. They can't win a big game, and the quarterbacks are mental midget shitbirds. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy to me. You said you're, you're not a big Lincoln Riley guy, right? Because you have you know him from California. Yeah, 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 What's the backstory there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't let I didn't let him in my fucking office. He's shady. He does shady shit. It goes behind people's back and does things about just the wrong way about doing things. Uh in this business and it's a lot of guys and guess what kingsbury is even worse and they're boys yeah <laughs> so i mean it, you know you know sheep or what do they say uh birds and flock flather together or whatever the fuck they say yeah flock together um i don't know man it's it's interesting um so do you think baker can this is a resur- like this is a straight up interview for the next, I don't know how many weeks for Baker Mayfield, in my opinion, and, and I believe every day is an interview, he has to, I don't believe the Rams are going to re-sign him. So where, 
he has to do something to get people to say, okay, this guy can still play. Um, or he's going to be a journeyman, league minimum guy, which I predicted three years ago, um, just like Carson Wentz. Um, can he resurrect his career with the Rams? If there is anyone, that's him. Yeah. Hey. I, again, I have my doubts just because of the completion percentage. And is the guy ever going to change as a person? This is his identity. This is how who he's always been. He's always been that me against the world type of cat. And again, I like that mentality. But sometimes when you're a quarterback, like you got to take a step back, man. And sometimes you have to take the blame and not have that mentality. Because when you're doing a post-game press conference and you're being asked and people are being critical of your garbage play, you're going to go back at the media and not take ownership of your shortcomings. I, I just don't get down with that for a quarterback at the NFL level. How much to chuck for the boot? $50, dog. You got to chase has to make a living, homie. He yeah, can't. I don't know about a boot. I'll, I'll do a shotgun for $50, though, if somebody yeah, out there wants to donate to the uh, show. Oh, a boot? What is that? That's a, a whole boot. A boot is three beers and like a oh, glass boot. No. I, that'll that's ruin my day. Dollars. Yeah, that'll ruin my day. I'll do a shotgun for 50 though. Um, hey, uh, so... Man, there's so much to talk about. Deion Sanders to, to Colorado. Uh, I know you. we talked. I know you You didn't mind him when he came in there. I would have been very similar. These guys in the chat here who played for me, um, I would have been very similar. Because what do you have to lose? This team has been bad for fucking 20 years. There is no – if you can't take some words from me, you're definitely not going to be able, be able to play for me. Um, very interesting. I got a text from two of my players that are there at Colorado, and they're like, what do you think, Coach? And I'm like – what is the fucking debate? And and they're like, Coach, I don't know what's going to happen. And I go, listen, all you can do, he's like, but we're not going to just bow out. We're going to go talk to the man. I said, yes, that's what you go do. Go talk to him. See where you fit in in his scheme. And maybe you're not a, that scheme guy. Um, and then you have to make a, a, a decision. You know, I'd rather have you stick it out. Colorado degree is a fucking pretty good one um, at the end of the day, regardless of football. Um, so that is kind of what I told him. Um, but what's your take on Dion and uh, the hate and the backlash he's getting from leaving Jackson State, which is, to me, unbelievable? Look, the Bavani Joneses of the world who are calling him a sellout for leaving Jackson State, what a stiff. Oh, what yeah. a fraud, right? Yeah, Bavani so Jones. He turned down the Houston Globe fucking pre He I mean, turned down ESPN to stay in Houston and do the Let's be real. Anytime that a guy like that has had an opportunity to elevate himself in the media industry, what has he done? He's taken that opportunity and he's run with it. Why? More exposure, better job, more money, better life, larger platform. For anybody who's calling Deion Sanders a sellout for leaving Jackson State, are you kidding me? What do we root for in people? And what do we want to do personally as individuals when we go to take over a program or a business. Leave it off better than it was when you came in. That's what Dion did. They won the conference championship game. They were undefeated. He got four and five-star recruits to come to Jackson State. He spent two years there, and now he has an opportunity, a professional opportunity to better himself, change the lives of others, and further his progression as a head coach in this industry, and people are calling him a sellout. A sellout doesn't go to Jackson State to start. 
A sellout goes to a program like Colorado, then jumps ship. He started off at Jackson State because he knew the significance of going to an HBCU. And you have the gusto to call him a sellout. And then for everybody else out there who's saying that his speech was awful and was inappropriate, Colorado, how? That program has been dog shit for a really long time, and he's keeping it real with everybody. Look, some of you are good enough to play here. Some of you are not. So for those of you who can't sniff the football field, do you want to play? If that's the case, then seek an opportunity elsewhere because this is my time. This is my program. This is my show. I'm taking over, and we got to change the way that things are done around here because for the last couple of decades, this program has been garbage. So all he's doing is keeping it real, and I actually love the saying. Look, I got some players that I'm bringing with me. Travis Hunter, probably his son who's going to be the quarterback. I'm bringing my luggage, and it's Louie. I appreciate honesty. I appreciate realness. What's worse is him being fake and lying to all those players, saying, if you stay here, you're going to have an opportunity. He's bringing his own cats to Colorado, and he wants to change the program around. And to do that, he has to go about it his way, because what he did at Jackson State, it clearly worked. No question. Uh, he's got some things done. I mean, you know, we can argue – and we can say all the things we want to say, but you know, he's had some kids, uh, he's had some kids like this exit the portal and stay, which you don't see this tweet too often. You see the one I'm leaving, but you don't see the one I'm going to withdraw my name and stay. Exactly. So he's already made an impact in that regard. Uh, you know, you know, I don't know. I just think it's a interesting take. Uh, and the portal's going crazy. We had over 2,000 kids already enter the portal since Monday's opening of the portal. It's kind of like cyber fucking Monday to these kids. It's crazy to me. Yeah. Uh, this guy right here, if you haven't seen this stat, Four if, times. He gets, if he gets a medical red shirt, he's going to play in like seven different fucking eras. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's wild. Uh, dude, it's just it's a wild, wild west. Uh, I, I don't get it. It's, it's just crazy to me. Uh, the 49er talk, before you get out of here, I appreciate you coming on. Uh Sean and I, myself, we're going to try to break down some Purdy tonight. Um, he looks like, and me and Sean, we both said the same thing. He looks like a young Aaron Rodgers the other night. I'm going to be honest. He's got a three-quarter release. He gets it out quick. He's on time. He made anticipatory throws to McCaffrey, to, to uh, the other fullback in the flat for a touchdown. He's throwing it before they turn their head. And in this day and age, you just don't see it. And I can yep. compare him to what I've seen. In Justin Fields, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Baker Mayfield, Carson Wentz, even Derek Carr. He, McCaffrey's turning the ball, the ball's hitting him. Sometimes we see this in the league now, and you see the ball's jumping up in the in the air, and it's picked off. Purdy got it, and it's very rare to have the it factor for it coming right in off the seat and being cold. Uh, obviously he must have been practicing with him or he's taking it serious and was ready. And if you stay ready, you ain't got to fucking get ready. And Purdy looks good. Can he win with the team in the roster they have is my question to you. Can they continue on? Jimmy G doesn't need surgery now, apparently. But I think Purdy's going to be better than Jimmy G was at this moment because, and then you're going to have a Tom Brady, Drew Bledsoe situation. Do you bring him back late in the playoffs or do you keep Purdy if they do roll and get this thing going because I think Purdy fits the offense right now, similar to what a Trey Lance would, because they can throw RPO, they can get it out quick, and he has enough, enough strong enough arm to uh, get the ball to his playmakers. 
Yeah, I think when it comes down to that decision, if the Niners have to make that decision, you just go with the hot hand. And if Brock Purdy's playing really well, you continue to have him as your quarterback, even if he is the rookie. And for the 49ers, this is a huge hit to their Super Bowl chances. There's no doubt. We've never seen a rookie quarterback win the Super Bowl. Can you advance in the playoffs? No doubt. Are the Niners equipped to do that? Yes. I think they're the most stacked and talented team, offense and defense, top to bottom, in the NFL and in the NFC. Their defense is so legit. They harassed Tua, and Tua looked awful. And then their offensive skill players, maybe the best collection of talent in the NFL right now. So really all Brock Purdy has to do is play point guard, distribute the football, not mess it up, and be smart. Now, you're saying, you know, Brock Purdy, the the arm angle looked like Rodgers because he doesn't have the arm strength that Aaron no, Rodgers no, has. No, but no, the quick no, release... No. And the arm angle, I see what you're talking about. Not to about me, quick release. He's got a very quick yeah. and tight. He's tightly framed, so his yeah. platform is here and he's done. He's soft. I got you. And that is something big nowadays, especially with all the lateral shit we're doing compared to a Jalen Hurts who's still in the same throws, but he's winding up. And it's right. like you want the guy to get it in and out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. So with Purdy, look, I thought it was pretty telling. They asked him to throw 37 times. They're not calling 37 pass plays when he comes in relief duty if they don't have confidence in him. And Kyle Shanahan said to Peter King after the game, why I really started to like him in training camp is because this dude played a lot at Iowa State, and we've seen that experience translate. And the dude just has stones. He's got balls. And you have to have balls to play the quarterback position in the NFL. And who would have thought that right now, December 7, 2022, we'd be saying, I'd rather have Brock Purdy than a guy like Zach Wilson. Well, I think the experience at the college level pays big dividends in that regard because Zach Wilson had one year of production. Same with a guy like Mitchell Trubisky, one year of production. You see the experience benefit a guy like that. And for Purdy, I was impressed with what he did in some really critical spots that were big-time, big-boy quarterback plays. And he made some big-time quarterback throws. Like, there was a situation, third and 10, momentum starting to shift a little bit toward Miami. The Dolphins stacked the box, and they blitzed him a lot because they wanted to see, is the rookie going to fold against pressure, or is he going to rise up and deliver the football? Eight guys in the box. He made an adjustment for George Kittle, who is running an over route to cut the route off a little bit sooner, knowing that the pressure's coming, he's going to have to get rid of the football, and if Kittle didn't make the adjustment to his route, he'd continue to go upfield, and he wouldn't be ready for the throw. So Brock Purdy sees eight guys in the box, he drops back, he adjusts Kittle's route to break it across the field sooner, and with the guy right in his face, delivers the football right in between a couple of defenders. Like, that is big boy quarterbacking right there that a lot of guys don't have the pre-snap Ability to diagnose what's coming, to check Kittle's route, to have him cut it off a little bit sooner, and then to deliver the football knowing that you're going to get smacked. And if Brock Purdy can continue to do that, then you know the Niners are in a good spot where they can win a couple of playoff games. And then once you get into the playoffs, that defense can carry you for a game or two, and then you'll just have to have him make a couple of plays. Now, at Iowa State, he had a couple of great moments, and then he had a couple of what-the-fuck throws. So if he can eliminate those from his arsenal, and Kyle Shanahan deserves credit for coaching him up, then, yeah, he can continue to play well, I think. Yeah, can they win a Super Bowl? Uh, I think they can, just because the team around him is really, really good. So I've never seen a really, really good team around a shitty quarterback win a Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, well, Trent Dilfer. 
Yeah, but that was a different deal. He he managed the game as so a veteran. Can Brock Purdy manage the game though? And with that with that ground game and that defense? Veteran Wally. I don't know if he has that veteran presence either. Yeah. Uh for me he got swag to him. He got he some does. swag and all that. Yeah. Um and they'll miss Jimmy Garoppolo on some of those third downs because Garoppolo is really good on third downs with some of the qualities that I mentioned in Brock Purdy. But for Purdy, kind of reminds me of like a Jimmy G and a and a Taylor Heineke. Um, they're going to miss that experience come playoff time with him. And that's the reason why I'd say right now they're probably not going to win a Super Bowl. But can they? The team is talented enough. They have a great defensive coordinator and a good head coach in Kyle Shanahan where they could. And let's be real. If you had this Niners team against the Cowboys in the playoffs who have choked for a quarter century straight, I'd go with the Niners. If you had the Niners on the road against the Eagles, I'd give San Francisco a chance. Niners against Minnesota, I'm taking San Francisco. So the field in the NFC is wide open right now. Yeah, uh, your Eagles. Uh, Jalen Hurts threw for 380, a very highly efficient. This is how I grade quarterbacks. This is something I haven't seen out of him. He actually threw the ball in the teeth of the defense. 380 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. That is what big boy NFL quarterback is. In my opinion, that's what wins Super Bowls. They beat a very, very, what I thought would be a formidable opponent um, in in the Titans. Titans, yeah. I was very impressed. I, I'm very shocked that they got that done the way they got it done. I have to believe in the Eagles right now, even though they still give me the Pittsburgh still 11 and 0 vibes. I still have to believe in what they do and who they are beating right now. Even though you want to talk the schedule and all that shit, this is the NFL, man. There's no fucking uh, Bethune Cookman's on your schedule. I'm sorry. Yeah. Look, everybody wants to continue to tell me that Jalen Hurts isn't a good passer. And did I have concerns for him? Um, as a passer heading into this year, no doubt about it. There were some concerning trends that I saw. Is he a guy who has the cleanest mechanics? No, it's a little bit loopy and it's a little bit stiff over the top, but what he does have is accuracy, especially downfield accuracy. A couple of throws that he made downfield in this game against the Titans and throughout this year have been impressive. And when people want to tell me that this guy can't throw, well, look at his numbers here. Quarterback rating, he's third in the NFL at 108.3 completion percentage baker would never do this 68 percent tied for third in the nfl 8.2 yards per attempt that's second a 0.8 interception percentage so he's not turning the football over that's second he's making good decisions downfield he's thrown for 3600 yards or that's total yards that's fourth in the nfl still good and everybody wants to say ah oh, yeah he doesn't throw that throw many touchdowns he has 29 total touchdowns this year Nine rushing touchdowns, 609 rushing yards. So, like, everybody wants to tell me this guy can't throw the rock, but the numbers prove otherwise. And then you continue to watch this guy. Big test after big test. Minnesota, Dallas, Tennessee. Everybody was saying those other teams, they could beat the Eagles. Jalen Hurts are going to force him to throw. They force him to throw, and he carved him up. Um, he would be my favorite right now. Tua dropped off. Uh, he would have to be my favorite because of the results, the, the record. Um, he's efficient right now. Um, I, I, he scares me with inconsistency from time to time, but so does Josh Allen. So does a lot of these guys. And yeah. uh, the one that scares me is Joe Burrow because if he gets hot, to me, I, he's my first pick if I built a franchise today. I'm taking Burrow over any quarterback, and I've been saying that for two years. Uh, he just gives me a lot of – Tom Brady vibes. Uh, I might take him over Mahomes and Allen. I'm not even kidding. 
Huh? I might take Joe Burrow oh, over yeah. Mahomes and Allen. Oh, there's no doubt. Yeah. Uh, Sean and I broke down uh, Mahomes versus Burrow the other day. Uh, he just has a, a, a canning uh, poise to him, uncanning poise to him in the pocket that Tom Brady has. And he's, he's really quiet with his upper body. He's really fluent with his feet. He doesn't do too much. He checks it down. He throws it away. He doesn't sit there and try to get outside the pocket. Um, he just does things, and he has three fucking big-time wideouts, probably the best crew in football that does not hurt at all. Um, let me ask you this before you get out of here. Can the Bucks win, and is Tom Brady still the guy um, late in the season that he's always been? Um, I, look, they play San Francisco this week. And everybody's going to be fooled and probably take the Bucks because Brady's going home. They just won in the final moments. Tom Brady was great on those final two drives. And there's probably not a better quarterback in the NFL who you'd want the ball in their hands with two minutes to go, down by a touchdown, to take the lead or tie it up than Tom Brady. But look, do not be fooled by the Bucks winning that game against the Saints. First of all, the Saints are bad. Defense is good, but the Saints' offense is bad. Their offense, Tampa Bay's, has been lost all year. All year, they've looked lost. And Tom Brady has looked absolutely miserable, like a guy who no longer wants to be there. So I think that he can still play. I'm going to continue to say that don't rule out him coming to San Francisco next year. He's from Northern California, San Mateo guy, grew up idolizing Joe Montana. I think he can still play. They have the roster equipped to help him out at 46 years old where he doesn't have to carry the load like he's doing right now with Tampa Bay, but they can't run the football. Their skilled players outside of Mike Evans really aren't that good. Offensive line is bad. Defense has been good, but I think San Francisco's defense is going to dominate Tampa Bay, and I think the Niners still win that game with Brock Purdy. So I don't think the Bucs are, are, should be taken seriously as a Super Bowl contender. Ruling out Tom Brady is certainly bold on my part. There's no doubt, but that offense has looked disheveled all throughout this year. Hey, as you get out of here, uh, the Yankees kept Aaron Judge three hundred sixty million. Big Bank takes Little Bank, um, and and uh, AD leaves eight minutes in for flu-like symptoms. I've never seen flu-like symptoms just kick in eight minutes into the game. Looks like he got hit and he walked out like a crybaby. Uh, the Lakers been playing well too. Um, Lakers played Cleveland last night. Uh, you a basketball guy at all? Love basketball. I cover the NBA here at Chat Sports, so I'm a big basketball guy. Yeah. Uh, Cleveland, for real? I think they are. I mean, anytime you have two guards in the backcourt, Darius Garland and and Donovan Mitchell, you know, you have an opportunity to be legit. Evan Mobley is a great player. Jared Allen is a really good center. So I like Cleveland. Um, I've never been a big Anthony Davis guy, but shout out to him. He's been balling like an MVP the last three weeks. I'm just waiting for some soft tissue injury to come up because that's been his story. But the dude has been averaging 30, 40 points per game for the last month. He had 56 the other night. Like he's the MVP in my uh, opinion. Right dude, now. he, 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 that, that win against the Bucks for the Lakers last weekend was really impressive. And he's an MVP candidate right now and he's a big reason why the Lakers are actually okay whereas to start the year I thought they were a straight-up joke so uh look if you have LeBron and AD in a playoff series I'm not a big Russ guy I think he's way too reckless but no team in the NBA wants to take on LeBron and AD in a seven-game series I know and I and if they can get rid of Russ some way and get a guy shooter buddy healed something like that I'm here. I'm hearing. A, I heard a rumor, man, from a buddy of mine that works for the for, at the Staples Center. He was telling me that uh, that 
it was Russell because Russell has some trade value now that the season's gone along. Um, he's actually played a little more composed underneath uh, their head coach who said he would get that out of him. Um, I, I, I've, I've been hearing like, fuck, I heard a good-ass trade. I was like, no way they could get that trade done. If they do, uh, who was it? God damn, I think I, I, it was DeRozan. Oh, DeRozan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's been a little DeRozan bit of buzz there. And uh, who's the other guy with DeRozan? Um, it would have been Nikola Vucevic. Oh, that's they're, right. They get those two guys. Fuck, Lakers are a real deal. Yeah, they just need shooting. Uh, they need a little bit more athleticism from some of their like bench pieces on the peripheries of that roster. I just think Russ is way too reckless. Like he always has his foot on the pedal, and that's what's made him great. That's what makes him a Hall of Fame basketball player. But like, you just have to know, like a quarterback, when to check it down, when to slow down the pace, and don't go for the kill shot. Russ only plays one type of way, and I don't think it's conducive to winning in the playoffs. Hey, UNLV uh, football hires Barry Odom. Uh, It just blows my mind, these people, who they keep hiring. Like, this fucking Midwest guy, put him in Vegas. That makes a lot of sense. Um, They were interviewing Ed Orgeron. Like, that makes more sense. Eddie O in Vegas? I I, I actually reached out to Ed. I I heard that did not happen at all. No? Okay. Gotcha. Uh, But but Louisville just signed, uh, from what I'm hearing, I'm getting blown up, uh, Brom. Yeah, from uh, Purdue. Yeah, and he's a Louisville guy. He was actually my arena league coach. Uh, Jeff's a great dude. Uh, played in the NFL a long time. He's from Kentucky, obviously, so he's from there. Uh, he turned him down once. I think he just wanted to go back to his alma mater. Um, I don't know why Satterfield left other than he was going to be fired anyway. I don't know why you leave a big school to go to a Cincinnati group of five, but I guess Cincinnati will be a group of power five because they're leaving and going into the, the Big 12. Big 12, so yeah. Uh, I still like Louisville better than Cincinnati as a job, but that's just me. Um, you like the Brom hire? It's okay. Uh, he did a great job at Purdue. Uh, Louisville's athletic department is bad right now. Their basketball team is dog. Their oh, football program's really just been okay. Uh, what's funny about Satterfield, like he finished two games above 500 in like four seasons, and he parlayed that into a Cincinnati job. I don't really understand why Cincinnati wanted a guy like that either it's it's bad dude hiring in this college game is so fucked up and then you got so there's fifty thousand kids in the transfer portal in totality that means there's ten thousand women uh volleyball and soccer there's nineteen thousand uh fcs there's twenty nine thousand fbs i mean it's just it's it's crazy basketball portal i mean there's so many kids in the portal um I just don't know, man. I don't know if I could coach it, uh, but but it seems like it's going to be uh, very interesting, to say the least, uh, college football landscape as we know it. I just think it's going to implode, man. I think high school football is going away, JUCO is going away, and now we have a candy store of kids we can pick from in this portal where we don't have to recruit anyone anymore. Uh, what it used to be fun and, and demanding and challenging now we're just on a portal online. We don't even leave our fucking office. We're just we're just picking cats off the, out of the portal. Yeah, from so, a media perspective, it's really fun to talk about. No from, doubt. From a watered down product standpoint, I mean, free agency. Like some of these mediocre teams are able to become a little bit better, um, and some of these players get another chance. But like, I don't know. You know, these athletes get in an an opportunity where they commit to one school and after one year, you know, they're already going to give up on 
on their word, which which is a little bit of a problem. I had always said, like, I hate that one-year sit-out uh, once you transfer because an athlete's window is very finite. Um, I'm not sure how to I'm not sure how to cure this. It is it is crazy. This is the boot, by the way. Uh, for those of you asking, three beers going here. So yeah, oh, that's a chat sports staple here. So really, yeah. How many of those you do? I don't really do those much. I do more of the shotguns because that's just easy to throw down the hatch real quick. And three beers is is a lot. I I, I don't drink beer at all, man. I can't, I don't like beer. Beer bloats me up, dog. I I, I need just I need hard shit. Uh, why why drink beer when you have slop dick whiskey? That's what I'm saying. I don't understand it, the know? rationale of that. It just makes no fucking sense at all, Chase. Exactly. Um, <laughs> man, I appreciate you coming in, man. Uh, when are you going live again? Uh, we'll be live on Eagles tomorrow and then uh, watch parties on Sunday for both the Eagles and the Niners. It's going to be a blast. Hey, who's uh, the Rams play the Raiders tomorrow? Yes, Raiders. Give me the Raiders. Uh, is Baker starting? I doubt it. How could he get trade? How could he get claimed off waivers yesterday and then start? Sean brought up a good point, though. The system, he knows the systems. Uh, the, the coaches he's been under are McVay tree guys. So it, could, yeah. it, it very well could be a very easy transition. They can't run uh, the football, though. So they'd yeah, be asking him to throw it. You call banana peel right. Peanut butter jelly left here, but it's banana peel right there. It's not hard to grasp. Like yeah, you, can translate, you can translate that and take it over and understand, okay, this is this is what it is. So if that's the case, I can see him playing. But the Rams are desperate, dude. They have they're, they're, they have no quarterback right now. And Perkins and uh, the other fucking Walder, Wolford. what's his name? Wolford, John Wolford. Yeah, I liked him last year when he came in. But this year he looks bad because their team is very bad, just like my Davis Mills defense. So I don't know. It is what it is. Uh, but, hey, man, I appreciate you. Have a good rest of the week. And uh, before you leave, I got to ask you this question. Who's winning the BCS, and do you agree in the four-team playoff teams that are selected, and does Alabama deserve in? Uh, Georgia wins. I think Georgia. it's going to be Georgia-Michigan, I believe. Um, I agree with the four teams. Georgia, number one, no doubt. Michigan, number two. Three, four, there was some debate. I was at the Big 12 championship game. TCU should have won. Countless opportunities to win that football game. The fact that they didn't quarterback sneak inside the one-yard line with Max Duggan, who in the fourth quarter had been running all over Kansas State, is just absolutely criminal play calling. It's just bad. There's no chance that you're getting stuffed inside the one with Duggan on a quarterback sneak. It continues to be the most underrated play in football. But with their resume, you know they beat ranked opponents – Three straight weeks, they beat two top 10 teams throughout that season. And I know that you would argue that Alabama should be in. If Alabama TCU played on a neutral field, I think Alabama would win and they would probably be seven to 10 point favorites. But when Alabama had opportunities to stack wins against quality opponents, they didn't. And TCU did. So that's why I think TCU should get in. I hope that Ohio State gets boat raced in that game by Georgia. I just hope that they get fleeced and boat raced. I think that Georgia, far better team, and I just have Ohio State fatigue at this point. I think we 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 select teams nowadays because of uh, they did what you just said. They did this. The other team didn't do this. Instead of actually looking at it and saying, 
there's only one fucking team that can beat Georgia, and that's Alabama. I'm sorry, because yeah. that's the truth. And I I don't know. What do you think about Ohio State wideout sitting out of the playoff game? I said two years ago, NIL and transfer portal is gonna that's gonna be coming. Nick Saban even said out of his mouth, Oh, nobody will ever sit out of a playoff game. I said, I I I disagree. Uh, yeah. I think it's just the beginning. I think it's going to start happening at an all-time rate, and this is just going to be so bad. Uh, I don't think – everyone thinks – he's hurt, Coach. He's been injured all year. Da, 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 da. I've heard he's perfectly fine to play. I just hear that he's not going to play. Um, I just think we make too many excuses for the excuses that these kids make, and we really just don't understand. I, I just – I cannot fathom letting my team down for a playoff game, but that's just the generation we're in. Yeah, here's the thing. Ohio State doesn't even need him because they're so stacked at wide receiver anyway. And I think that Marvin Harrison Jr., he's the best wide receiver on that roster regardless, depending on or regardless of who's playing or who's not. Yeah, it's a shame if I had that opportunity to play with my homies in the college football playoff in the Final Four, I would certainly do it, even if I was a little bit banged up. You don't get those opportunities often. No, nah, you don't. Uh, Utah, Penn State, who do you like? I think Utah kicks their ass. Really? Yeah, I was I was getting a lot of shade on Twitter for saying that Utah pounds them. I think that Utah kicks their ass just like they did USC. I do. U- Utah wants to be there, in my opinion. Penn State don't. Yeah, and and, and look, Penn State's going to be without Joey Porter Jr., who I think is arguably the best cornerback in the country. He's sitting out as well because he wants to get ready for the draft. Um, now that's different. Sitting out the Rose Bowl different from the college football playoff if you have an opportunity to be a top 10, top 15 pick. Uh, again, I would play, but um, that's his decision. But yeah, them being without Joey Porter, that's a big loss, and I, I can't trust Sean Clifford in a big spot. Um, and I think that Utah is arguably the most well-coached team in the country outside of like a Nick Saban coach team. Kyle Whittingham is awesome. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Uh, Alabama had nine guys enter the portal. Uh, I think that was mutually uh, agreed upon as well. I think Nick Saban sees it and is like, you know what? You can't play here for me. Get the fuck out is what yeah. I'm hearing. But nine in the portal. Uh, people always want to compare the coach leaving to the kid leaving. And I'm like, you can't compare the two. It's totally different. And if you want to, why is nine people leaving the most loyal guy in college football right now? Saban hasn't gone anywhere. So why are right. you leaving? What's your excuse now? Because someone else left another college? Yeah. You think you can leave another college? It's like, it blows my mind. I think we're soft as runny baby shit, but that just is what it is. Yeah. Uh, hey, man, salute to you. I appreciate you, and uh, I'll see you next week. Yeah. W- when are you uh, coming into town? Oh, I'll be there Monday night, Tuesday morning. Of next week? Yeah. Wait, so that's the – what is that? The 13th, I'll get there. Oh, so that's a Tuesday. Yeah. All right, cool. So you're, you're only there 13th and the 14th or what? No, dude, I'm there fucking – yeah, I just lied to you because I won't see you next Wednesday. Uh, I'm there till Sunday. Okay. Well, maybe maybe we'll catch up in person then. Hell yeah. I'll All come right. on the blue screen, man. We'll do a fucking show right there. <laughs> uh, chug a fucking uh, whatever you guys call it. Take a shot of whiskey, whatever. Hell yeah, let's do we'll, it. We'll go to a cigar spot, something like that in Dallas. All right, cool. Cool. All right, man. Talk to All you. All right, man. Thanks. Yep. See you. Hey, I appreciate everybody joining in. Hit that like button. Subscribe. Become a member today. And uh, Sean Salisbury and I will get at you later on for Last Chance Q, 11th edition. And uh, we'll see you back here tomorrow morning, God willing, Thursday. And then Friday, we have Joe Madden on. Uh, She is great. I can't wait for her. So appreciate everybody. Bruce Helms, take the coach off your name, motherfucker. Stop being a fucking slapdick.
Appreciate everybody, man. And I'll see you guys later on today or tomorrow. Peace.